everybody! Welcome to Nature Check's Arctic Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. And if you have been having a rough week just like all of us, this is also your little bit of escapism this weekend. <laughs> First, we do introductions. Hi, I'm Cheryl. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arctic Campaign. I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Uh, next, we've got Cindy. <laughs> Hi! Again, I wasn't expecting to go first. Uh, I'm Cindy, she, her. Uh... I'm a science enthusiast, and uh, over on the Weirdlings Twitch and YouTube channels, I play an engineer. But here, I'm playing a, uh, uh, oh my goodness. A water um, mythic named Nadia? <laughs> I'm playing a water mythic named Nadia with Ent6, so she's easy. <laughs> we don't intro shame on this channel. Everybody has struggles with it sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, then we've got Ryan. Hello, I'm Ryan. I'm an entomologist. Uh, I work in plant healthcare, plant diagnostics um, in, in a public garden in Pittsburgh. And on our game, I play Fletcher, who is a human wizard. And then we've got Nancy. Hi, everybody. My name is Nancy. I'm also an entomologist, which means that we study bugs. And I live in Ecuador. I normally do ecotourism, but that is not a thing. So now I run my own gamified entomology workshops. We're in the middle of one right now called Chemtails, where we are turning arthropod biology into a playable card game. So pretty stoked about that. <laughs> Uh, and Joe will be coming up pretty soon in the line of introductions. We are, uh, we had a video that we did together about that time he got bitten by, by a black widow. So be sure to check that out on my YouTube channel, Cybuzz. And I play uh, a roguish young woman named Kay. Our <laughs> pronouns are she, her. Uh, speaking of Joe, we've got Joe. Hi, uh, I am Joe. Uh, I am a PhD student at the University of Wyoming trying to figure out um, why weeds hurt crops. Apparently, judging by my lighting situation, I am coming to you tonight from the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> um, yeah, I play Lucanus, our uh, resident barbarian, and Lucanus's pronouns are he, him. Um, I'm also uh, one third of Askin Entomologists, with um, one of the other thirds being uh, Nancy. And I am going to be starting a new show on this stream here pretty soon called Joe Plays Pokemon, where I play Pokemon and uh, I'm every week or every other week, I'm going to choose a different character and just talk about the biology of the animal, the biology and ecology of the animal that it's based on. And if you are watching and want to be a guest and happen to have a... Uh, copy of Pokemon Sword and Shield, you know, contact me through down in the reference section and uh, we will make it happen. Yay, Pokemon. Um, <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we've got Peter. Hey, I'm Peter. I do agriculture science. Uh, I take pictures of bugs. Um, my pronouns are he uh, and I play Cedric, whose pronouns are also he. Alrighty. If you're watching us live right now, thanks for being here. Thank you to Eric, Qui-Gon Bowers, Veronica, and then some of our caster in the chat. Thanks you for hanging out in the chat, cast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, as always, if y'all have any questions for the cast, put them in the chat so we can respond. And of course, be sure to check out the reference section below for the social media handles for the entire Nature Check cast. You can follow us on Twitter where we sometimes have delightful banter. And also there are bug pictures. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, if you're not able to watch us live or you want to share us with friends, uh, you can, as always, find the sessions for both of our consistent RPG campaigns in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form everywhere. Follows, subscriptions, comments, shares, and reviews really help us out on all of our platforms, so thanks for doing those things as well. And if no one has anything, any other business they'd like to bring up here at the beginning, I guess we can get started. Boop. Sorry, I I heard an echo of myself. Oh my goodness! (laughs) I was logging. I was logging into Twitch, and I was hoping to do it quietly, but apparently my phone did not go on mute. So I am very sorry about that. Oh gosh, Twitch lag is surprisingly short. Yay! (laughs) I don't know why I just said that out loud. That Mm. was a bad call. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not my fault. This time, this time, it's not my fault. Uh (laughs) Cindy has transferred the curse onto herself for the evening. (laughs) Yes. Why y'all gotta be like this? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna start this before anybody else says anything terrible. (laughs) Everything changed when the gods left Lacidus. The world became a complicated place. For almost a century, people fought with one another and struggled to find new ways of being. The loss of the gods also made the continent of Arda newly accessible to the outside races, and humans from Tenibria established New Seychester as an outpost city on Arda's southern shore. In the spring of 972, four young people from different lands encountered one another in New Seychester. Though their alliance was first formed out of necessity, curiosity, and coin, they have now come to trust and rely upon one another as they explore a strange new world. Fletcher, a human wizard, collects samples and takes copious notes about everything they encounter in Arda, as he hopes to publish on his discoveries and make a name for himself. Cedric, a dwarven cleric, came to Arda to share the word of Moradin, but in the meantime, he has met a lot of new and diverse people and learned to rely on his friends when the going gets tough. Lucanus, an elven barbarian, seems either to be running from or towards something, but he hasn't let his dark past prevent him from working with and protecting his newfound companions. Kay, a roguish young woman, is new to the violence and adventure of the broader world, but her desire to make a difference and do the right thing to help the people she cares about pushes her forward. And Nadia, a mephit from the elemental plane of water, who was trapped on Arda while partying when the loss happened. Now that the river she relies upon has become poisoned, she's teamed up with this unlikely group of adventurers to save her home. After leaving the Far Run clan yesterday, you made your way east across the grasslands towards a point in the Lojdej River where Nadia had spotted the influx of the pollution. However, she also spotted a group of dark shapes nearby, so you decided to camp a distance off. This morning, after having a breakfast of smoked deer meat, you approached the group of dark shapes that turned out to be the tents of an apparently abandoned knoll camp. However, the camp wasn't entirely empty, and you did battle with some strange undead creatures. You've just finished destroying the last of them, and it's mid-morning on Hextum, the 24th day of Bloom Run. Have we searched these tents at all yet? I mean, other than like... (laughs) Going in them and being like, "Oh my God, there are dead things in here," and all of that, all of that <laughs> happening. But like, we 
we basically ended combat and that was the end, right? We haven't done the whole right. You know, so the Fletcher thing. had used detect magic to and had discovered that there were some shinies in camp that he wanted to acquire, but he was in the act of looking for the first one when he was attacked. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna run over and check on Nadia. Oh yeah, right. I, still, I was paralyzed, right? You're probably going to like come out of it as they're all running over to you because it was only for yeah. like it was only for like a maximum of like 24 seconds. So yeah. Yeah, and that wasn't, like, I didn't take a lot of damage, it was just paralyzed. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you were flying, and then you got paralyzed, so you fell to the ground, but you didn't take, like, extra falling damage or anything. So you're just yeah. laying on the ground awkwardly. <laughs> you okay? Uh, sorry, Eric is making terrible puns in the chat. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw them. I... Oh, what are they? oh dear! Yeah, I can't might... see them because my computer is dead. Don't You're make better us... off. Don't You're make us ban off. you. I'm Eric. so sad. Don't make us ban you. They'll make Eric. you. They'll make you null over. <laughs> null right oh. over, laughing. Oh. <laughs> Nadia, are you all right? <laughs> I think so. I didn't like that. Uh, Thanks for coming to the rescue, though. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. No problem. Yeah, that that just looked like it really hurt. So, are we gonna loot the the bodies? Like, do, do they look lootable? You can do a Gross. search check on one of them if you'd like. Okay. Can we incorporate like venom glands into this? Uh, it depends on what you find with your search check. Ah. So eager. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I got a five. Um. Okay. So <clears throat> you get a better look at this thing now that it's not like running around and and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, again, you see this just weird humanoid thing. It's kind of purpley brown flesh. Looks and smells kind of dead, or as you know, you, you discovered that Cedric figured out that they were undead. Um, this crazy long uh, tongue, very sharp teeth. But yeah, you don't, like, it's not really wearing any clothing. It doesn't have anything that's, you know, jumps out at you as being something useful for Harvest. Like, it's just really gross and very odd. No Resident Evil vibes. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. long tongue. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. yeah. I like Resident Evil monsters. Pretty sure I already uh, asked this, but this isn't something I've ever run into before, right? Uh, yeah, no. Okay. If Nadia looks stable and chill and like she's just gonna you're all right <laughs> is it cool if i just leave you here for a minute you're just gonna yeah i'm good like i'm I'm getting up and walking around okay i'm gonna go uh root through the tents okay i'm gonna go root through the tents uh to see if there's any like clues as to what happened here i mean i don't know about you i'm assuming this is uh maybe where tanga came from or something right does that make I'll sense to you guys you. i don't want to I'm curious, but don't want to go into a tent by myself because, like, scary stuff comes out of them. <laughs> so there's. I'll go with you. Don't don't go in any more tents alone. Good call. Can so I? Two rows I'm gonna, of five I'm gonna tents. search the tents as well. Okay. But I am I am like, I'm looking for stuff. You're looking for stuff. What? Sorry, uh, the thing cut out and I didn't realize it. Um, I am also going to search the tents. Uh, I'm looking for things, but I'm. Very interested in finding another Morning Star. 
Okay. Um, so I assumed that you all would like to search the tents. I'm actually going to give Fletcher first dibs on searching because he knew the location of the magic items. So I'm assuming you might be making a beeline for those things, Fletcher. Yeah, seeing, uh, assuming that the ruckus that we caused would have attracted <laughs> anything here that would have wanted to come out and fight us, I'm going to continue looking um, for those three things I detected. Um, probably starting in the same tent where... I, that I'm still basically right by where we got attacked and all of this happened. I feel like, uh, is that, is that the I'm, I'm not that time? far away. Nadia did not drag me that far out of the tent. And then it, I just basically stood there and started shooting at everything from where I was. So <laughs> That's true. And I feel, was that the third time that you've been interrupted in the middle of doing something by getting attacked by someone? <laughs> there was like yeah. the books, the... The praying mantis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so third. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so that first tent that you were trying to investigate when you were so rudely bitten on the shoulder, um, you find the magic item that your spell was directing you towards is a blue metal chain, so like a necklace, with a small pendant of a perfectly spheroid clear blue gem on it. Okay. Um, while he's doing the magic items, the rest of you can roll search checks to search the camp for goodies. Fletcher, the second magic item that you find in a different tent is a small stone, um, you know, like river pebble sized, not very large. And it is just filled with sparkly inclusions. So it could look like a normal stone, except that your detect magic spell picked it up and like, boy, is it sparkly. And then the third thing you find is actually something that you have, I don't remember if you still have it or if you, if someone used it, but you find another tangle patch, which um, Ishbil gave you one of those after you helped the Abixians. So it's like a Tanglefoot bag, but magical and more powerful. Yeah, we, we haven't used that yet. Okay. I remember, yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe Cedric had it. I, I think I, I think I do. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I that I definitely don't have that. I don't yeah. think that, that that was not what I received at that point. But now yeah. I have <laughs> another one. I don't know. Did did Ishbel explain to Cedric like what it was? Yeah, you have a stat thing for it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's basically like a magical version of a Tanglefoot bag. So you can throw it, okay. and it will oh. like if your enemy doesn't dodge out of the way, basically it will hold them in place, and they'll be stuck to wherever they were standing when you threw it. Okay. Which is incredibly useful. <laughs> yeah. All right. What did all the rest of y'all get for your search checks? I got a sixteen. Oh. A sixteen. I got a thirteen. Thirteen, and I see an 18 from Cedric and a 22 from Lucanus. Highly motivated <laughs> looters. They are highly motivated to get yeah. the goods today, folks. Okay, so the rest of you find, uh, let's see here. Lucanus, you find a necklace of freshwater pearls. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I need I need pearls. <laughs> Just... That's Fletcher like, style. Come Mar that's, that's, well, no, no, Mary, I, I have to drink them. Well, <laughs> oh, right. I would, right. I would remind you to read the spell very carefully because But they I... but they yeah, I would I mean I can't do it right now because we'd have to get them assessed and all of it. Like, they have to be worth a certain amount, and I have to do a whole bunch of things, but... Well, if I remember correctly, it's not a freshwater pearl. I think it just says pearl. Does it just say pearl? Okay. 
Then maybe. This is Pearl of, a, of like 100 gold piece value. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, so that's what, who did I say? Lucanus found that? Yeah. Okay, so Lucanus, you found a necklace of freshwater pearls. Kay, uh, you found two carved bone bracelets. Whoop. And um, <laughs> between the four of you, you find 590 gold pieces. Dang. All Ooh, right. that's going to pay rent for a while. <laughs> um, do we want to divide that up? <laughs> Equally now, do we have a party purse for money? We do. Who 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 keeps track of it? Uh, I know we had agreed to start making it just a party pile of money. Um, and we since then we only went through like the myconids and and obviously we didn't loot anything from the gnolls because it was. I mean they were living there. It's not like it was <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I don't so think this we've is gotten our first any big money like since... collection of group money. So we have to just. Who wants to st- I can start writing down numbers if you want me to. I can just do that. Yeah, Fletcher is the leader. <laughs> Fletcher, out of all, the entire group, ticker. Fletcher's the one with a 401k. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Lucanus is Fresh your standard American school? millennial, just sort of scraping by. I mean, <laughs> have we established how recently Fletcher graduated from school? Is he Fletcher Fresh guys grad school? Maybe he did a postdoc yeah. before coming to Arda. <laughs> Uh, no, oh, this is his very, post-op. very recently that I that I finished. And when you you finish, and then it's expected you you are going to then begin pursuing whatever you're going to pursue and whatever arm of of arcane arts that that you want to 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 be in. And so that's this is I, I set off and found my way to to uh, to Arda. Yeah. And then he hooked up with all y'all. Estate. So, so this <laughs> is Fletcher's postdoc. So Ryan, that was five hundred and ninety. And Cedric, uh, you also find something that's not necessarily an item or a lootable thing, um, but in one of the tents. The true meaning of happiness was, was inside me all along. The spirit and, of Christmas. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll let you hold on to that statement until I tell you what you find. <laughs> so in this tent, you find something more substantial than the bedrolls and various domestic sundries that you saw in the others. A large stone big enough that it would have had to have been moved by multiple individuals working together, dominates the back half of the tent. The flat top of this large rock is draped with a dark dyed cloth upon which are scattered bones, shells, and ashes. Uh, Give me a religion check. Okay. Oof. That's a seven. Well, it's a rock with some stuff on top. Looks kind of weird. Hmm. Fletcher! <laughs> Fletcher! I found like a weird, uh, I think it's like an arcane ritual thing. Looks real wizardy to me. <laughs> Sweet. So Cedric was able to recognize that it is like something, but doesn't know. Yeah, like he sees that it's like, well, it's obviously important because they hauled this big ass rock in here, but he has no idea like what it's for. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's got a cloth on it though and yeah. like bones which to me says like magic spells right so as i i finished stashing my uh the tangle patch i just found and, and while i'm stashing it walk over <laughs> to where cedric is yelling walk <laughs> in just stop and go it's a rock i thought you were the rock expert <laughs> well the i there's like a cloth on it and like shells and stuff and ashes which i guess is like i mean you burn like incense and stuff sometimes i thought maybe that was like a thing 
I don't know. Uh, Fletcher, that you... sounds a little. That sounds. That sounds a, a little like a prejudice generalization. But I'll go ahead and help you. Uh, <laughs> I just thought you might think it was interesting. Okay. Sounds like a prejudice generalization. Have you met Cedric? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's kind of quietly, he's like stepping backward out of the tent. <laughs> uh, Fletcher, well, if you'd I'll, like, I'll, I'll like, I'll poke around. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll poke around on it. Like, yeah. If you'd like, you can also do a knowledge religion check. Religion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Intelligence. Twenty three. Twenty three. Um. Yeah. You sort of like the dark cloth. The bones, shells, ash, um, the way they're all scattered and just like the prominence and also the things that you encountered here and thinking to the suggestion about whether or not this is where Thinga may have come from. This seems like a shrine to like the idea of death or a death god or something like that. Yeah, this, this is definitely something necromantic, uh, some sort of altar where they clearly were worshipping something related to death. There's, I don't pick up on anything that would lead to sort of a specific aspect or god, but it, there was, it was definitely being used for, for some kind of worship, which would make sense with these nasty things uh, that just popped out of these tents. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Uh... <laughs> mm. I want to... I mean, I can think of a couple reasons why you didn't. But... <laughs> Fletcher's um, in a mood today. Uh -huh. <laughs> Cedric casts cure wounds on himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to activate my heat two, resistance for all that burn. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Cedric would have been really hurt by that, but... He was already like lifting up the dark cloth to look at the rock underneath it to look at to see if he could tell anything from the rock. Is it a local? Is it from this area, this general area? Boy, am I glad I thought about that ahead of time. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> is it? It's dolomite. Oh, okay. This is a dolomite prairie. They're known for their shallow soils and their very distinct plant community. <laughs> Oh. I was... they, they must have they must have well balanced uh, calcium and magnesium since Indeed. it is uh, dolomitic limestone. Indeed, That's... I was I was in a dolomite prairie this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> the mood just the mood just struck me. <laughs> uh, has this rock been shaped at all? Like, is it carved or? Oh, make a were we using assess for that? Um, a, a praise? Yeah, yeah, I think we were using a praise for that, yeah. So that's a, um, a 16. Okay, um, it doesn't appear to have been worked, uh, or at least not, like, very much. Um, it seems pretty raw, for lack of a better term. And from your limited experience in the Far Run camp, you would have known that, like, the gnolls aren't especially into, like, stone work. That's not one of their sort of crafty things. Um, so, yeah, it looks like this was hauled in pretty much as is. Okay. Well, then I'm going to, assuming that Fletcher doesn't stop me um, <laughs> as he's run off. <laughs> he's um, like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably burn this, right? I mean... We don't want anybody coming along and doing some evil worship with this, right? You're going to burn a rock? 
No, I mean like like the the Again, cloth. I thought and the, you knew about rocks. The, the the altar and the drapings. If we burn all of that, then it just becomes a rock again. We do a, a and you don't think someone else rock. with a piece of cloth is just going to be like, Hachoo! well, but it's not inherently an evil rock. It's just a rock. I mean, it really depends on who raises the rock. Um, there are no bad rocks. There's just uh, bad rock owners. Sure. So I'm just going to like <laughs> scoop up the altar cloth with all the stuff on it and just like, slowly carry it outside and dump it in the fireplace. Oh, there's okay. a looks like there's a an old pit. campfire pit yep. outside and if it's still lit I, and if it's not i'll i'll try and strike uh, give me a survival uh, check <laughs> Start ask campfire. fletcher to grease it he needed his help for everything else today hey um cedric do you have any idea how many That's arrowheads this could survival make? check <laughs> thank you very much you are highly motivated and light one hell of a fire <laughs> yeah i do it i do it like without even looking i'm like yes. striking my plate while making direct eye contact with k <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry what were you saying i couldn't Nothing, hear you over I the sound of this were... roaring fire <laughs> i said that you were uh, what you lack in apparently knowing about the um, about evil gods? Yeah, I don't people. know anything about evil you, gods. You make up for it in your ability to light fires, oh epic Cedric. What a thing to spend a natural twenty on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan it. Oh, I, know. I mean, I got a nat twenty, and I the only thing that I found was Marge Simpson's necklace. So. I a critical fail on that would be quite embarrassing. That's true. I mean, Lucanus, if you're not happy with it, I can take the treasure I am, away. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's going to be very useful. So I just need to give it to Fletcher at some point. Okay. Uh, Cedric, if, as you keep looking around, if you, if you do find anything that seems associated with this, we should probably assess anything else before getting rid of it. Um, like, if there are spell tomes or, or notes written by occupants um that all that all may have clues that could be a little more specific about what they were doing for who and, and why um sure. so just keep an eye out as you're rummaging are you afraid to burn it what if we get cursed too late yeah, just hopefully don't they'll just curse you just don't I, I, dear, dear possible gods, I had nothing to do with um, the burning of the things. Desecrating an altar? Yeah. Just don't evil altar. If anything, I'm consecrating it. Yeah. In fact, do I have that skill? No. That spell? I feel like that's yeah. a high-ish spell, right? I think actually I can do consecration. Mm -hmm. I just think I need like... I think that was the that's thing I needed like for five pounds yeah. of silver for or something like yeah. that. <laughs> just fight demons also it's only Bye. like 10 foot square or something it's not very it's not a very big space but yeah <laughs> yeah don't don't breathe in any of the altar smoke <laughs> yeah don't well all right so we don't find anything else right we've this is we finished our uh our yeah other group. than that like i said last time the camp is full of domestic sundries you know blankets and bedrolls and you know cooking implements and stuff like that no no other things worth itemizing in your scrounging all right so lucanus gives fletcher the necklace saying yeah you you needed something with pearls yeah uh, Pearl. yeah i mean I'll, I'll hold on to it and then um we'll need to get all of these appraised um if, if they're if unfortunately if they're on the more common side i 
I would be wasting them if I used them. But well, so we'll we'll see. They they could prove very useful for a number of things we've collected so far. Could you read these books using the pearls? Like translate them? No, I I use the pearls uh, to essentially sort of connect and commune with magical items that we have uh, in order to determine what they actually do and find out who they are. Um, ah, right now I can know right. that they are magical in some way, but we don't know how to use them or what they do or anything like that. Um, and so they can, it's a little dangerous to just whap around a magical item without knowing what it does. Oh, that's right. Well, I have this that I've been hanging on for, for a while, and he shows them the amber thing. That's, that is one of them. He's, okay. also, he's also wearing one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put that armor on, lickety-split. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, it's leather, so it goes with the whole motif. Um, what time of day is it? Um, so I believe I said it's like mid midday-ish or approaching midday because you had camped approximately an hour's travel from this spot. Um, so you had gotten here, you had started to investigate, you had been attacked, done the combat thing, and done the search. So yeah, it's probably midday now. Um, I'm all for leaving and not spending camp in like the creepy vampire death god tent place. So... I mean, we've I'm already for... taken... We could probably get further along the trail, but I mean, we've already taken care of everything that's in here. It doesn't give I, you the heebie-jeebies? Like, what's no, it, wrong with you? No, it I super mean, gives me the heebie-jeebies. I would like to... Nadia wants to say something. Sorry. While they're all having this conversation, <laughs> yes. I'm walking towards the edge of the camp closer to the river and looking to see what I can see. Yeah, uh, give me a perception check. 17. Yeah, so you approach the edge, and like I said, this camp was maybe one or two hundred meters away from the edge of the river, so it's pretty darn close. So you take a stroll over there while they're doing whatever it is they're doing, and the smell hits you before you're even to the bank. It smells real bad. You know, the gross water, you can tell that's what this, the smell of just like dead and dying plant material and animal material and, you know, it's reminiscent of the river pollution, but downstream, except that it's way worse here. And as you it's get up, concentrated. yeah, and as you get up on the river, you can see that, like, yeah, this is pretty much the mixing point, it seems. Like, you don't see any clear sort of, like, source or effluent specifically, but, like, the river is real sort of uh, swirling and and toxic right here, it seems. So, like, there's nothing on either side of the river, like along the banks, that looks like anything. Like it just appears there. Not from what you can see. Mm. Um, and we're and like we're right at that point. So like there's fresh water a few steps up river. I mean, it's not like it's you know a line. Like mm -hmm. you could like when you, yeah yeah when you did the check yesterday, like you can see that farther up river it is obviously clean and farther downriver it is obviously polluted and somewhere in this vicinity maybe you know several hundred meters in each direction it just seems turbulent and mixing and you're not sure where the where the pollution might be coming from you know mm -hmm. it's not like you see like a pipe or you know a dead carcass or something super obvious 
yeah. there isn't and then there isn't a clearly delineated boundary in the water pollution either yeah and the river's all moving in the usual direction there's no like change in the flow yeah you couldn't tell anything about the change in the flow from the what you got or like from where you're standing yeah okay hmm. then i i'm just gonna kind of stand there and take that in for a minute while y'all do what you're doing so I, and I think we should burn these bodies because I mean you know these kinds of dark magics reanimation you know they may not be you know definitively dead I think we should drag all the bodies to the bonfire pile them on maybe throw one of these tents on top to make sure they burn really good you know, Lucanus is still having the conversation with Kay I mean yeah there were like three of them but we took care of them no problem so I mean I don't yeah no heebie-jeebies here Heebie-jeebies. Cedric, if you want to burn everything, I mean, you already burnt the altar, so we're probably already cursed, so you might as well just keep going on it. But I don't know, wouldn't it just be better to leave and, like, figure out what's wrong with the river, which is why we're here in the first place, figure it out, and then go home and then pretend we never saw any of this? Uh, we could give them a nice, tasteful funeral. Yeah, I mean, I feel like cremation is pretty, pretty tasteful for these things. Okay. I actually want to walk up to where the water's clear. And sort of just sort of dip a hand in the water. Okay, yeah, so it takes you a little while, because this, like I said, it's, uh, you know, a few hundred meters in each direction. So it takes you a minute to walk over there. Um, but yeah, you dip your hand in what feels, or, you know, what looks and smells like clean river, and it feels like clean river. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, I think I'm just going to kind of sit there and put my feet in for a minute. <laughs> Marvelous. That actually sounds really nice right about now. I'm jealous to Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe is jealous mm. and did Lucanus you, did you oh, tell sorry. them sorry sorry Nadia did you tell them that you were leaving or did you just wander away I just wandered okay I've that's that river has been my goal for a very long time I they can do what they're doing I'm where I need to be right now. Lucanus is still just sort of you know hanging out listening to them make plans with the dead bodies as soon as it becomes clear that no one's going to stop me, I'm going to start burning these dead bodies. <laughs> That's what you do with undead things. Okay, um, so you're okay. going to burn the three undead things that you fought. Um, are you also going to burn the skeletons that Kay and Nadia found? They're they're null skeletons, right? I don't know. Uh, did during our time with Barika, after we fought those undead gnolls, did we get a sense for what kind of funeral rites the gnolls have? Um, yeah, it's, it wasn't especially fancy, um, but you're not sure if maybe that was because they were unholy undead things and also like, you know, a usurper and that there might be something different for people who are more respected within the clan. You're not sure. Um, but yeah, it didn't seem especially elaborate or respectful or ceremonious yeah. what you did see them do. So burning them should be null problem. Um, Cedric, while you're interacting with the undead creatures, um, carrying them to the pyre, uh, you can make a knowledge religion check to see if you recognize anything more about them. I am so good at that, so this will go very well. 17? 17. Okay. So, you get the feeling as you're interacting with them and sort of looking them over more that these were probably ghouls. Ooh. Yeah. So ghouls are sort of undead creatures that are sort of caused by horrific death 
And they often wind up having a taste for the flesh of their own kind. So they're sort of not not for their own kind in terms of like being cannibals of other ghouls, but of being cannibals of like their living counterparts. Oh, okay. Oh, I, y'all, I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. I think these were ghouls. Does that ring a bell? Okay. Yeah, I just it hadn't occurred to me before, and I was just thinking about it while moving these uh, dead bodies. Would it, I have? Oh, that was interesting. Would I have seen anything like that uh, with my sort of history? Um, unclear. You definitely were in a lot of places where there were a lot of horrific deaths happening. Um, but this isn't something that happens immediately, right? Like it's sort of takes a day or two for the thing to rise kind of dealio. Um, so you may have, but you're not entirely sure. Yeah. Should I roll knowledge religion or? Sure. There we go. Uh, yeah, seems unclear. You're not sure. You fought a lot of people and things and not sure what may have been living or undead. Also, while we're on the subject of ghouls, I feel the need to tell you. So I think I've told you before that like all of the quests in my notes have like punny titles that are really just for my enjoyment. Um, But this one was called Gassed in the Camp, like the song Trash in the Camp from (laughs) Disney Stars. (laughs) I would have, I would have thought uh, uh, Ghouls Out for the Summer. That's also a good one. Nice. (laughs) I'm sure chat will come up with some. I'm sure. Impress me, chat. Um, Beastie Boys, ghouls. Okay, so um, once I'm done disposing of the bodies, Uh I think at that point I'm going to notice that Nadia is not around. Yeah, I assume that any of one who's not actively engaged would probably realize she's not with you at some point, yeah. Yeah, when so when Cedric started grabbing bodies to like <laughs> find more things to burn, yeah, that that is when Fletcher took notice of where Nadia went and is already kind of heading towards the river as well. Now that we're done with this, seeing that she went over there and re- and 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 remembering what she saw before, that we we're like we're at a point where we should be able to figure something out. Um, so he's he's already heading over uh, to the river edge. Marvelous, Lucana sort of also realizes that there's a party member missing, so he's following Fletcher. Okay. Kay eventually notices that only Cedric is around dragging dead bodies around and decides (laughs) that she doesn't want to be there either. And it's like... (laughs) Ten minutes later, Cedric's like... (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Guys? You're just the creep dragging around dead bodies, burning them. (laughs) Yelling to yourself about ghouls. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do it. I quick feel like he's probably silent. doing like explaining the ghouls and not realizing <laughs> that no one's there to listen. <laughs> oh, that's even sadder. <laughs> After I realize that everyone's gone, I'm still gonna do a quick kind of prayer to Morden to bless the passing of all of these creatures who went in horrible ways, some more than once. <laughs> very kind of you okay it's like i'm a good guy or something you guys yeah mm. he's just that cool <laughs> Ooh, the jury is out <laughs> um looking around on the the shore where the water's cleaner um looking at the the plant life there is there anything reedy reedy 
in the yeah. in the uh, you know, clear long, part of the river. Stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, looking at the map to make sure I have my ecosystems correct. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some, you know, cattail-y type things, some reed type things. There might even be some scouring rush, which is one of my favorite weird plants. Mm. <laughs> They've got a lot of silica on the outside, so they're all sort of scrubby between your fingers, and that's why it's called scouring rush, is because pioneers used it to, like, scrub out pots. Anyway, yes, there are things like that on the riverbank. I'm gonna look for one of the ones that I guess is a, probably a little bit thicker diameter and uh, cut a piece off. Okay. And then just sort of sit there with it for a minute and cut it down to a, a little piece that's maybe like a few inches long and take some of the leftover and sort of, cause you should be able to pull sort of like, I'll cut it in half. I've got an fishing knife so split that uh try to pull out sort of a longer fiber you know so one of the stringy bits mm -hmm. and then try to shave a little piece out of the inside of the part that i cut in half and with the knife the the tube part that i kept uh cut a hole sort of on the side on one end and then that little thin sort of sheet of the fiber that i that i cut off uh, put that on one end and sort of use the stringy bit to tie that on. And you all, as you start walking over there, will sound something that sounds very much to a modern ear like a kazoo. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were making an instrument. I was like, what is this going to be? I think it's an instrument. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a flute. That it turned out to be a kazoo. <laughs> I mean, they're woodwinds. So is okay. It's a kind of flute. Yeah. It's a merleton. Oh, okay. Otherwise known as the union, the onion flute or the eunuch flute. It's a merleton. So uh, Nutcracker, Dance of the Merletons. The merleton is a, it's a, it's a basically a kazoo. It's a tube oh, okay. with a hole that you hum into. And then on the end, you've got a fibrous membrane of a thin membrane of some sort. So like wax paper or onion skin or some of the traditional Chinese flutes actually use that shaving out of the inside of the the piece of cane i forget what those kind of flutes are called but that's another kind i think it's a dizzy maybe dizzy uh so what is the yeah. cultural <laughs> history of the merleton i think that particular naming comes from europe and now i don't remember where and... <laughs> yeah it sure doesn't say but yeah it's basically it's, it's a toy instrument like it's the same reason we use kazoos now <laughs> Super cool. Aww. It's because it's super easy. Instead of having to like blow across the hole and have any skill, you literally just hum into it and it just amplifies humming. I love the image of Nadia sitting on the riverbank playing this kazoo and just like kicking her feet in the water. It's giving me like <laughs> Kermit the Frog is in the exactly swamp with what's the banjo right vibes. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. so cute. All right, you hear that. Peter, if you're talking, you're muted. <clears throat> no, I was, I was, I was kind of just mouthing to myself. Oh. Yes, it's a. Uh, uh invented during the 16th and 17th centuries although wikipedia doesn't say where yeah that's what i'm looking at the wikipedia page <laughs> oh, okay. yeah which is like two Way paragraphs go, long not super <laughs> yeah. helpful yeah. yeah yeah lucanus goes and sits down to nadia and just chills out and listens because you know how often do you have a chance to chill out and listen in this world and i'm not even going to have a monster come up out of the water and bite your ankles we're really vibing <laughs> I, yeah. 
I mean, are snappy turtles even technically monsters? <laughs> I mean, they're not magical monsters, but... <laughs> well, if one tries it... Uh, they can be mean, though. Yeah, but, you know, if they try it, we'll, um, we'll just call them soup. <laughs> well? So a few feet, maybe like a... Yeah, a couple of feet away from the bank. Um, I think Fletcher's going to use uh, the end of his quarter staff to start sort of digging away, digging out a hole in the ground um, to see to check the like the groundwater. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing it, seeing as where we are, that there's no real obvious source of what's going on. Um, that it, it it's it's either magical in origin in some way. Although I didn't, I, I haven't. Uh, I didn't detect anything. It was kind of far away, um, but to see if it if it's of a natural cause, like from the ground, and and if if I find anything, I'll keep doing that, going like away from from the river to see, you know, if if there's bad water underneath it, where does it begin? Where does it end? Um, going going down uh, in the ground, or or if there's anything else like wrong in the soil. Okay. Uh, this is where I wish I had more soil hydrography. Um, so like, so you're saying that you're going far enough away where you wouldn't assume that the water you might encounter would, or like that the soil wouldn't necessarily just have soaked up the water from the river. Is that what you're saying? Or like, um, no, I'm, I'm starting in a place where there, where there definitely would be, where would be the water table when it's not really the water table but mm-hmm. where there is definitely the river water mm-hmm. uh to like verify it like so it's like it verifies that that's there and then just continue out um and see how how far it goes so i would i would cross that boundary of where we would expect river water to be in the soil and uh and then crossing you know just continuing on to the, to the point that i you know that it wouldn't it would no longer be river water it would be the water that is flowing down uh that that gradient in to join the river um to see if you know if because then if if it's still bad all the way over there then that means it's flowing to the river from around this point in some way i see what you mean okay so you do that um and as you uh, you dig a series of holes you don't have to roll for that you're digging a hole we had enough trouble the last time (laughs) the last time y'all tried to dig a hole um (laughs) so yeah you sort of do that and yeah, as you move away from the river and you sort of hit that point where you would intuit that the, you know, the river water shouldn't be interacting with the groundwater any, or, you know, that like, you wouldn't expect like a backflow, basically, like it becomes normal or clear or good water, mm. however you'd like to put it, that it like, yeah, from your, from your little experiment of, of digging this transect of holes, as it were, um, you don't come to the conclusion that the water, er, that the badness is flowing into the river from the soil here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's, I, I wanted to check yeah. to see if this was like a non-point source sort of thing that we didn't detect before because it wasn't flowing from down there, but it could have been this region from the land and like subsurface flow coming out into the river. Right. Um, so that is good to know. Right. Hey, like notices that Fletcher is digging holes and is curious and remembers what Fletcher told her away at the beginning of like, you don't know anything. And so she just wants to watch, not ask any questions. She's just curious about how oh. you'd know things. I forgot about that huge science fight. Oh. Lucanus um, asks Nadia to I, show him how to make the kazoo. What was that, Fletcher? I was going to say, I 
I don't like when I get to the end, I dig and I'm like uh, observing probably like and taking notes and so, so kind of going through this deduction process to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, I see Kay watching and I was like, hey, hey uh, do you, you want to help me? Um, will I mess it up? I don't want to mess up your, you know, your, your knowing of stuff. No. I yeah, sure. Be field assistant. Cool. Well, tell me what to do. I'm ready. So I basically, I, I like talk to Kay about what I'm doing and why to see like what we think, um, you know, like here's all the things that like could be what's creating this. Like it could be from the land or it's bubbling up from the sediment actually in the river at this point or, or something. And, and doing this is, is one way to try to like eliminate one of those possibilities and show her that like, you know, the, where the water changes in the holes so we can tell the difference with like, you know, it's, it's the land at this point that waters from the river and not the, the flow from the land in like in this catch uh, in the, like the catchment of, of this river and ask her like, what, so that's, that's one thing gone. One possibility. What do you have an idea of another thing we could do to, to, to try to figure out what might be causing it? Uh, I mean, so, so we know that the, the holes that are closer to like the camp and stuff are, are cleaner. And we know that the, the holes that are closer to the river are dirtier. So would you just try and take like river sediment to see if it's like, I don't know, like getting samples from the bottom of the river would let you know that if it's welling up from the ground there or it's something that's happening like in the water itself. That's definitely the next one I'm interested in is, is it, coming out of below the river. So I think that is what we should try to think about, but we also have to try to figure out how we're going to do that. Since we know Cedric already got hurt when there was, was say, just throw far Cedric less in. of this in the water. <laughs> so I don't think any of us should go in dead that. bodies in there. I think from what I smell, I think Cedric burned everything. <laughs> mm, I mean, good. could we like- Burnt flesh smell. <laughs> Maybe, so to Can see, get, like, what like, the water will do, is that, right, like, is, okay, is that, like, so you want to see what, what the water, what this really, really nasty water up here will do to something? Yeah, or, or I was thinking, like, because, like, our, our problem is how, how are we going to get water samples, because you can't stick your hand in it. So could we, like, I don't know, get, like, a jar or, like, a bucket, I'm sure there's one of those around here, and, like, tie a bucket on a rope and then you could like take samples at like different points in the river you'd have to think about how you do that i guess but like theoretically you could take like dirt samples from the bottom of the river can we get a boat tell us if it were if it was only the water versus water and the sediment yeah maybe we can let's look around the camp and see what we can find and maybe collect some other just random things to see what the water will do we know if it, if it burns Cedric, if if we put something out there on a rope, if this is something that seems to damage organic things, who knows if the rope would just like burn away and snap? Um, if it because this is very concentrated, bad whatever. Are we are we talking about throwing Cedric in there? <laughs> that doesn't seem nice. No, Science plant material or Science. anything organic. Where you literally <laughs> throw things at the problem until you figure it out. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, basically. But, I feel like so people. We, like, we can use a 
a fiber rope or if we need to find like metal chain or so, or a stone or something that could resist the you know the the effect of what's in the water so we'll have to we should look around the camp specifically for those kinds of things all right let's do it i'm going to be the best field assistant ever so we're going to go back and look for what normally when looting you would not have paid attention to and see what we can find <laughs> um yeah okay so there's odds and ends of rope there's a few wooden buckets and some wooden ladles and stuff like that like yeah a I guess that was sort of what I gathered was on your quote-unquote shopping list. Um, if there's anything sort of more, like, valuable or involved, you can let me know what you're looking for, and I'll help you figure out if it's there or not. Lucanus is making, trying to make a flute with Nadia and just not Nadia succeeding. Nadia is absolutely showing you step-by-step. Step. No, she's walking you through it. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> make the... Probably find a, a little bit bigger piece of reed and all that because your hands are a lot bigger than mine. You know. Oh, then yeah. you could have um, two different tones or like two different <laughs> octaves, right? Uh, or is it entirely the well, humming? It, it's it's humming. Oh. Uh, I think but, the resonance the resonance would be a little bit different just because it is a bigger thing. So yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I think because a bigger kazoo the bigger kazoo does sort of pitch down a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like Lucanus would have a deeper voice than than Nadia. Probably, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the case. <laughs> yep. And and here we take another step towards our inevitable musical episode. I'm I'm actually <laughs> regretting like my kazoo is just a few feet over that way oh, on the no. other side of all the stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe after break. How fast is the water moving at this point in the river? Does it seem like is slow enough that Nadia could swim against it? It is so this river does move like it's not it's not a super lazy river uh, mm. and it is it is narrower here than it was you know where you were in the rainforest so you're not yeah. entirely sure how you feel about the current but like it doesn't it's not like it's a raging you know whitewater river so okay yeah all right is so it? this is because we're kind of in like foothills right this is fairly flat grassland. There's not a whole lot of topography okay. and the, here. Yeah. How deep is the water? That you can't tell without doing something. Even the quote-unquote clean water, it's a little hard to like see the bottom because of course clean healthy water is often opaque because it has things living in it, but certainly in the polluted area like you cannot absolutely cannot see the bottom. It is very thick with whatever this is. Okay. Then I'm I'm going to continue hanging out and playing Merlotons with Lucanus. Then. <laughs> so I suppose uh, when Fletcher and uh, Kay come back to the camp to start rummaging around for junk, a.k.a. repurposed science equipment. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been um, there. Yeah. Oh, you know what I could do with this? Um, I do my science yeah. with plastic bowls. Yeah, I guess uh, Cedric's going to kind of tag along once now that he's finished with his cremation okay i was um, gonna say studies uh, but well i mean like the cremation isn't done but you've set it up to happen like yeah that's a thing that takes a while let's <laughs> <Yeah>. be real <laughs> it smells bad and i want to leave yeah that too. 
Kay has like a pile of junk <laughs> in her arms. <laughs> like any any kind of rope, any kind of bucket, any kind of ladle, any kind of jar. She just like has them all and <laughs> is like trying to balance them on her hip. She's like, Do you think you think this is enough, Fletcher? What what did Kay collect? <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> like, every Every jar, every bucket, like there's buckets with jars stacked in other buckets, like literally anything that you could pick up. She's like, I don't know if it's the right size. I don't know if it's the right material. And we'd have got ropes, buckets, jars, and ladles, anything. <laughs> like, I wish my undergrads were this already mentioned. <laughs> you can guys already my... mentioned trashing the camp. And so now yeah. I've got a very specific image in mind. <laughs> savvy dub, savvy dub, savvy what was that, Lucanus? Uh, can I, can I just sort of like, stick my hand axe into the part of the river that looks the most polluted um you would have to leave where you and nadia are because you were you were hanging out at the clean part um but you can move down and most polluted is sort of subjective like there's like i said there's parts that are obviously clean and obviously polluted but like there is no clear line in between and so it's hard to tell like like where would the most polluted be is kind of hard to say I'm just going to go up to a part of the river that looks especially bad, because I don't know what Fletcher and Kay are doing. Mm -hmm. I'm just sort of waiting for them to get back. So I'm just going to go and, you know, stick my hand axe in a part of the river that looks very polluted. Okay. Uh, which end of the hand axe are you sticking in? The head or the butt? The head. Okay. Uh, how long are you leaving it in there? Are you just, like, dipping it in? Or are you, like, <laughs> sticking it in there and just, like, holding it? Let's just say 60 seconds. Okay. So you stick it in there and let it hang out for a minute. You pull it back out. It's super shiny. <laughs> That's a ditched. I mean, yeah, it like there might be less dirt on it, but it doesn't look like anything has happened to it. It's not like you pulled it back out and comically there was no metal head left on it or something crazy like that. Yeah. Like, can I can I like wipe off the head and then stick the opposite end in there? Yeah. For we'll just say sixty seconds. Okay. Uh, same thing. Yeah, it looks like there's maybe a little less dirt on it, but it doesn't look especially different. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna go now back to Nadia. Having... Now lick it. <laughs> <laughs> having, having satisfied my curiosity. I would think with the various uh, I, I, everythings that <laughs> they collected, um, hopefully I, if, see, like, gather a couple things of each of a bunch of different materials. So, like, if there's, like, something of stone, metal, clay, fiber, like, to, to go and see what can, what could withstand being in it for potentially a long period of time or, or very deep in it, and to basically take over and work with Kay to just be, like, just be taking it and dunking it in and, like, and counting to a certain point, pulling it out and, like, and observing. And then, and, and doing it again so that it builds up over time so we can see, like, Okay, this looks good for you know ten minutes, and then and see if there's anything that's like, oh, in like sixty seconds, this starts you know something starts happening to it, uh, which I I'm expecting for some materials to not do well since Pops's analysis found oil of vitriol in the water, uh, sulfuric acid. Uh, so knowing that that can react with various things and that it's more concentrated up here, I would think some things would not do well so we, like, we need to do anything with the water we would want to know that so just like working with k at the water and like dunking and testing things carefully <laughs> i love this so much 
It's the most science we've done on this show. (laughs) Um, The first part of any experiment is figuring out what the hell materials and things you can use to do what you need to do. (laughs) Yes. And this is like, it's delightfully like, forgive the acid pun, but it's very basic science that you're doing right now. <laughs> because, like, yeah. you have, you know sort of what's in the water, but, like, you have, yeah, like you said, you have no idea what you can even use to perform more advanced tests. So I love this. That Yeah, you just have to start at square one. Are you testing these materials, assuming you have enough representative samples of the different materials, in both the obviously clean water and the obviously polluted water to sort of get metrics on how they each act yeah so i said i we, i wanted to take mm-hmm. a couple of each mm-hmm. material so we can do that and see like oh, yeah is it oh like the clay is just like not a well-formed clay and why and like in the water it just starts takes in water and starts to fall apart or the fiber things could just be so old that they just like literally just <laughs> when we do anything with them yeah so we're yeah so we're we're doing that to see if we can find anything, any materials we could use to then think of how we could use them to try to sample things in the river to see if it's like what's happening is actually in the river since we know it's not from coming to the river. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this knowing or figuring out how to know stuff takes a long time. It's kind of hard. <laughs> do you do this all the time? It's like, is this what you did for your eight years that you were in school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You kind of have to learn how to learn and learn to know how much you don't know. And like right now, I don't know any of this. That's why I'm, that's why we have to do all of this because I, I, I don't know the answer. And so that you have to go through this big process to try to eliminate all those possibilities and, and figure out how we can pursue the next question. It's a lot. I'm here for it though. I'm glad because I would not trust those two boys to help me with this. <laughs> I mean, Lucanus has figured out a lot of things by hitting people with various objects and <laughs> seeing I mean, what works the best. It's a relevant test for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not all, not but, all you know, but some. Yeah, yeah. He does his own scientific method. All right. Um, so, yeah, the two of you spend quite a bit of time sciencing. Um, and the basic conclusions <laughs> that you, <laughs> you come up with, well, let's let's have them roll for science. Should we roll for science? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, you can each give me, oh, gosh. Nature check. Um, well, I don't think Kay I has don't really knowledge know nature. Do you, Kay? She could still roll. Well, it's also not just nature. I mean, it depends on what kind of scientist she's going to become. It could be a bluff check. Well, let's, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I so mean... <laughs> my argument is that you you each can roll either an intelligence check or a wisdom check because one needs both intelligence and wisdom in order to be a good scientist. Some of science is using your intuition and understanding and recognizing patterns and some of science is using your intelligence and the knowledge you've accrued to come to conclusions. So you can each individually make either an intelligence check or a wisdom check. Is Nancy frozen or is she just making a very... St- no, I think she's doing the thing where she has to change her... Oh, she has to go to her, her character her, sheet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. 
<clears throat> not that it mattered. I I failed. I failed a one. Oh, no. I'm, not a, I'm not a very good scientist. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why I went into scientific communication. <laughs> I'm bad at research. Oh. <laughs> Kate goes back to New Sageshire and was like, y'all, I didn't understand what was going on in the river, but let me tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I carried jars. I did some stuff. Fletcher was told us like what was happening. I mean, I'm glad I could just be a second pair of arms, but like we're gonna leave the the knowing stuff to Fletcher. Sure. We found so, there some... goes your co-authorship. Is what we oh. what I'm hearing. <laughs> we found some good null time oh, rock no. and roll. No field field techs and and rock and null research assistants all deserve recognition for the mm-hmm. work they do. What? Yes, they do. <laughs> Um, I rolled uh, an intelligence check and got a 16 total. Okay, yeah. Um, so your ma- basic materials that you were testing were like clay or like like pottery, and then textile, I guess, or like yeah, fiber. Yeah, fi- plant, plant anything that was fibers. like a plant based fiber, yeah. whether it was rope or or cloth or you know anything that was a plant fiber. Okay, so um, clay, plant fibers, wood, and metal and stone. Yeah, and and if there if there were anything else that was. If there were anything of an of an animal protein origin, so a leather or wool yep. or something like that, since that that is very different than a than a plant origin. Anyone who dyes fabrics or does anything with anything like that knows that those two origins make them very different. Um, so if there's anything animal, oh, yes. I would also we'd also take some of that. Totally. Um, so forgive me in advance because I am not a chemist, so I'm going to do my best to give uh, logical sure. answers to this, and they may not be exactly correct, but... It's fantasy chemistry. Fantasy That's okay. chemistry. Here we are. <laughs> That's try- okay. I'm, I'm going to try my best. Okay, so... The nerdiest um, version of fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, so the plant fibers, I mean, in the clean river, they just get wet. Like, everybody knows what, or I would assume most people know what wet rope sort of looks and feels like. It's wet. In the polluted part of the river, um, first of all, uh, I suppose I should also ask you each to do a, gosh. Um, can you each give me a fortitude save? Just because you're spending a lot of time right against this very gross polluted water. Please don't fall in the nasty river. Oh no, fortitude isn't for falling. <laughs> Oh no! It's just a smell. Yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably fumes and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only had got an eight. You only so. got an eight. <laughs> yeah. I got a nineteen. Okay, so this is hilarious. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's hey, the field techs are the ones who can get work done and are tough, and then the PI is the one who shows up, and everyone's like, "Oh, great." Yep. Yeah. So true. Um, okay. Yeah. So Kay is very enthusiastically like doing the thing, like. <laughs> sticking the stuff in and holding it there. Fletcher, you kind of, like, start, and then you're like, because it's super gross. Like I said, there's dying and dead plants and fish in the river, and, like, it just, like, and the fumes from the chemicals that are, that you know are in the water smell real bad. So after you sort of get everything set up, you do that thing just like a PI, where you sort of step back, and you're, like, at a distance, like, telling Kay what to do while you try not to lose your breakfast. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely, I, I do tell Kay why I'm backing up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, it's okay. I've had I it thought like... I, I can't, I don't think I could take being by that water for very long at a time. And I'm like, it's Whoa. okay. 
there's places in New New Chichester that smell worse than this. So that is actually true. (laughs) It is actually true. And I have to deliver stuff there and, you know, not vomit on the client and not drop (laughs) the stuff I'm delivering. So don't you worry. I got you covered. I will help you know the things. I got this. You can trust in me. (laughs) dream team um okay but yeah so your final conclusions in the clean water rope is rope in the polluted water it mostly looks like wet rope i guess if you left it in there for like a super long time it feels a little more like spongy ish right like you think maybe the acid is starting to get to it similarly with like pottery this is it is fired pottery um so it's not going to do a whole lot in the water um but if you leave it in the polluted water for a super long time the acid does start to eat away at some of the like colored glazing that's on the outside right so like you can see the effect of the acid but it's not like it's immediately dissolving things. Yeah, and as far as the uh, the leather, similarly, if you leave leather in the water for a long time, it's going to get gooey and weird anyway. Um, and when you put it in the polluted water, it gets gooey and weird slightly faster. But yeah, the, the wood, the stone, the metal, like they don't, nothing really seems to happen to them. So like your conclusion is that while there is oil of vitriol and uh, I think Pops also told you it was oil of vitriol and lead compounds in the water. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's, you know, like, you know, pure sulfuric acid where you stick your finger in and you don't have a finger anymore kind of thing. So it's not, it's not like that, but it is having a certain marginal effect on some of the more uh, soft or organic things after a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so there's nothing visible that happened to any of the things like a reaction where there's like, oxygen release or like like uh, on any of the items because it's just it's such a slow reaction that we don't really see anything yeah it's it's something that isn't it's not like yeah okay okay well i it looks like we can use any of these materials uh which which is really good we can try to cobble together something uh if we can figure out a way we want to sample down in the river i don't know how we It'll be hard to do that from the shore, and I feel kind of bad trying to ask Nadia to fly a bucket above the water when it's this gross. We'll have to think of something. Yeah. I don't know. Above the water is okay, isn't it? Huh? Like, smells. The Arab. (laughs) I think I'm worried about bad, but that's it, right? Because of what happened to me. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it smells real gross. And, like, Nadia, when it started to get this way, you tried your best to avoid it because it was real gross. But, no, it's not, like... Okay. Yeah. But it's not, like, yeah. gonna instantly knock me out. How wide is the river? It's pretty wide. Um, Like I said, uh, down at the rainforest, it was, like, I don't know. I said the Mississippi, but may- that that's maybe a little ambitious. Um, So it's, you know, <laughs> it's a wide river, but it's not, like, yeah, you know, stupid wide. Yeah. But it's also not one that you could just, like, walk to the other side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess Kay and I will just be thinking. <laughs> okay. They will be thinking. Kay has some ideas right now. I mean, can't we just, like, tie a rope to a bucket and, like, throw it as far as we can? I love the arm then... movement that's happening. <laughs> We're very excited. We want to learn how to know the things. Yeah. I feel like and that's, like, a, just, like, like a... Dance movement. <laughs> Just throw the bucket. Throw the bucket. Throw the bucket. <laughs> we'll have to see. But we, we'll need something. We'll need something strong enough 
and long enough that we can get it out in the river and the current won't do anything to, you know, if it's, you never know how the water may be flowing deeper down if it's faster. And if we use something too weak, it could break. And then if whatever we collect and we have to make sure it's going to be heavy enough to actually get down to the bottom of the river. Mm. I have no idea how far down that might be. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to see what we can make to, to make some sort of sampler to, to get sediment from the bottom of the river. We can tie a rock on the rope. Like, so if we get like a bucket or something and then like we could tie a rock to it, well, like the bottom of the bucket even, and then it would, it would go all the way down. Weigh it down even more. Let's, yeah, we should find, we should start collecting things. I'll go get rocks. <laughs> I'll I see wanna... what, what else we had. If there was anything, we didn't bring a whole lot of stuff, but I'm, I'm guessing we probably saw a lot of like mundane things in the camp that if there's anything longer or multiple pieces of like a rope we can tie together and on this like, morning star you could chuck into the creek <laughs> no. oh no <laughs> and it flies end over end really gracefully and yeah. slow-mo as the canis just there's watches just, and it goes there's just sloosh. sad music playing in the background <laughs> Well, Lucanus, Lucanus tune is on a, on a kazoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucanus, Lucanus is uh, uh, still sitting with Nadia, and he's like showing her how to skip rocks. <laughs> I'm actually, given the conversation they've been having, I want to try sort of flying out over the river. Like, I'm going to start before it's the real bad part mm -hmm. and sort of see how close I can get before it starts making me feel really bad. Okay. Um, yeah, so you sort of, you fly up, leaving the bank by the clean water part, and you sort of fly up, and, and I'm, I'm assuming what you mean by get near is, like, how close to the water vertically you have to be before it. Is that what you mean? Um, sort of in both directions, like, okay. sort of testing it, sort of go, go closer, like, go further out and, like, stay above it a little bit mm -hmm. and see if there's like a level up there like over the bad part that i can that it's okay and yeah. then also seeing like you know if it is bad over that then how upstream do i have to get before i'm okay yeah um so again the upstream downstream line is a little fuzzy it's hard to tell because there's just a lot of mixing and turbulence happening with whatever is happening here in the river but as far as the... a sort of internal map is like there is a zone of this is definitely bad by this point right exactly yeah um and as far as the vertical distance like if you're like and this is kind of true on the bank as well like if you are you know the five to seven foot away from the water either horizontally or vertically um that's where it starts to get real bad by the time you're 10 feet away it's pretty manageable but any closer and you're like oh wow this is real gross Candace is going to head back over to where everyone is because things are happening. <laughs> and he doesn't want to be left out. Oh, Cedric, what are you doing? I think just kind of watching. I'm not, I mean, like, like Lucanus and, and Nadia are kind of doing their own thing and Kay and, and Fletcher are kind of doing their own thing. And I'm just kind of like looking at the river. I don't really know. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, <Okay. laughs> I, I, I was thinking, like, I probably recognize, like, the smell of sulfuric acid, like, from, you know, drinking it. <laughs> well, that, yeah. But, like, um, I don't think I have any, like, special knowledge about it. Well, 
What knowledges do you have? I have, you mean, oh, knowledges specifically. Arcana, history, religion, and the plains. Give me a crafting stone and metal check. It's a 21. Oh. Yeah, um, you would know of sulfuric acid. It's a compound that is either used or can be released when doing certain kinds of mining. And I think it looks like everybody's taken a moment to think about the sciencing here happening here at the river, which works out perfectly because it is about the halfway point. So let us take our bio break, and it can also be a think break. All of you out there watching, we have a huge party watching tonight. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. You can go take a bio break and a think break as well. Go get something to hydrate yourself or a snack. Take your meds. Use the restroom. Pet your pets whatever, say hi to your roommates, and see us back here in a little over 10 minutes, okay? There we are. We're back. Hello, everyone. We missed you. We got some snacks. I hope you also got some snacks or whatever it is you might have needed during the break. Um, I hope everybody did some thinking during the break, because here we are back, ready to do more science. My dog is getting up very excitedly. Sorry about all the noise. I get that excited about science, too, personally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what are we doing? Where are we at? So the thoughts that I had were that I should be okay if I have backup because number one rule of like lifeguarding and just swimming in general is like (laughs) no matter how strong a swimmer you are, if shit goes sideways, you need someone else to be there. So I could potentially do some work from in the water because I'm a crazy good swimmer because I'm from the elemental plane of water. (laughs) And this is literally my element. And then also I should be okay for sort of limited sort of bursts out, like flying over, if you want to try that. That's kind of all I can really offer at the moment, though. Mechanus uh, is on standby as a lifeguard, if need be. <laughs> I mean, with my, you know, with his strength and plus the bonus from, you know, a few episodes ago, he could, you know, he could rock the red shorts. And don't forget, if you take off your armor, um, that armor check penalty goes away and you'd be a better swimmer. Yep, yep, yep. So he's he's just sort of watching because, I mean, he still has his robes on, but he's just sort of sitting by the water, watching everything. Still zen. Nadia, if I could, I could imbue you with the Forge God's blessing to make you a little bit more, let's say, resistant to the effects of the river... And then also, I've got this 50 foot of rope. I could tie this around you. <laughs> so we could haul you out of there if anything goes wrong. Or And by we, I mean Lucanus probably <laughs> could do that. How long would that last? Because I was actually already thinking the rope. I could... About a minute. Okay. Just enough to do a quick, a quick scout. What's the range on the spell? It's touch. Like, so oh. I, would, I would have to touch her to cast it, and then it would last for about a minute. Okay, because I was thinking, like, if she looks like she has trouble, just sort of. <laughs> was that like a wand <laughs> thing? I mean, that's what it looks like. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to the podcast, like, I'm having some lighting issues in my room, so it looks like I'm always bathed in a heavenly glow. And as I, like, put my finger out, like, there's apparently this especially bright spot that makes it look like I'm like actually no. casting a spell in my room <laughs> you've got a perfectly placed little lens flare there mm-hmm. yeah beautiful mm-hmm. good cinematography it's like a jj abrams movie up in here mm-hmm. so nadia if if you do feel comfortable doing that 
I think that could be anything that you could report from what it looks like down there disturbances in the sediment if you if you see anything going on if i can i have a couple vials i can even send you with if you wouldn't if you were able to collect anything down there that would be very useful to pair with uh if, if we are able to get uh, larger samples okay and i will be casting this this bucket out into the water to try to collect from the bottom um so if if you're able to if you feel like you're safe enough doing that that would be very useful to pair with any information that we get um, because we're, we will just be kind of casting blindly to see what we get uh, from down there. And, and so having your set of eyes down there could be very, very helpful. I can also look for magic if I can get within 60 feet of the thing, if it is magic. And also worth noting, if I do get hurt, you just got to get me up to the fresh water and get me that submerged. <laughs> I I had I did not know Nadia had to tech magic. Do you have I don't I don't think you've ever done that. No, I <laughs> haven't. It's new. Um if yeah, Nadia, if if you're able to do that down under the water, that would be very, very useful. Otherwise I I could try to check, but I could not do so until tomorrow. I've sort of exhausted myself doing that today in, in camp. I almost used it in camp and then decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> <For that reason. laughs> if only you that... had right in the rain or right under the river paper, then she could take notes for you too. <laughs> yeah. Right in rain in a pencil. That's all you need. I mean, expecting high quality notes from Nadia is maybe a little <laughs> rough. <laughs> this could, this could be a really useful set of observations. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for it as long as, as long as you'll be safe, Nadia. Yeah, just gotta figure out how much I can do in a minute. I'm assuming Kay and I put together our materials. Anything that could like, that won't float and can scoop stuff, we've tied, we would have tied together, weighted down with anything, any extra um, like sinkers that we need and, and could, could basically start doing that. Probably, and probably again, add a few points on um, like, in the clean, in where it's like super, like where everything is mixing, that, that sort of like amorphous area where the, all that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then in the like very distinctly polluted section that's further down um, mm -hmm. from the mixing section. Okay. And, and would probably ask Lucanus for help in chucking the buckets out there. <laughs> um, yep. Since that will be, so that will be a toss and then holding onto the rope and drawing back in. To get a really good sample, we'd probably want it tossed pretty well uh, into the river. And then we can all like draw it back in after it sort of sinks and it's not pulling any more rope. And then we can all scoop it back up. Yep. And Lucanus gives a mighty yeet. <laughs> okay, so are you, sorry, are you throwing the buckets first and then Nadia is going in? Or is this all happening simultaneously? Like what's the... Well... We don't want to hit Nadia with the bucket, so I... <laughs> also, I think it would be best if everyone could kind of focus during the Nadia. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so yeah, I these, feel... Yeah, these should be done selfish. separately. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, can I... do, we can do this so it's all done before okay. Nadia goes in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. 
All right, so you're basically yeah. so you need the players weighing in a lot more than Naughty normally would on this one. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we don't want your precious method to go away before you've accomplished your goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you're throwing, you're, you're yeeting the buckets out into the river and letting them sink. So you're trying to get deep water, or are you trying to get some surface water and some deep water samples? Um, I no, we're trying to to chuck it out. Um, and so it's like it as it's sinking, obviously it'll be pulling more rope and when that stops um then we would start pulling so that it will collect deep water and sediment and so like and fill up sort of drag at the bottom i mean i wish we had like a server sampler or something so we could just (laughs) drop a little claw down and grab stuff but i mean um, if we're doing that we might as well wish for we might as well wish for an rov Um, okay, yeah, so you do that. How many times are you doing that? How many samples are you trying to collect? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to have at least uh, probably a, a couple throws to get one or two like good samples from each of those sections to see if there's a difference in, in the sediment, because we can clearly see the difference in the water. I mm-hmm. mean, that's like, yeah. we know the water is changing and mixing between these areas. So hoping to get really good samples of, of the sediment from each one. And so at least... I mean, if, if we're using a bucket, we'll probably be getting a lot. Mm-hmm. And so even though it's not very scientific, if we get one good sample, we'd probably run with that. I'm not going to be like, what power do we need in this study to detect <laughs> what, like, no. I, I on, just, I want to see what the sediment looks like. <laughs> um, okay, so you throw the bucket out, you let it sink, you haul it back in. What is the procedure for getting it up out of the river and who's going to be handling it and what exactly are you doing with it once you have this bucket of goo and dirty water and whatever? I mean, pull it, pull it out. Um, and since we have a, they have made, we made a, a, a few of, of the sinkers mm-hmm. um, out, of the, out of whatever we found, then when it, like, if we have the good sample, we would get it on land and just untie it and, and leave that bucket while, while working on the next one. Okay. Um, to then come back and I don't have a, a, a whole lot of equipment, but based on, I mean, based on just what I would have learned, like what I learned from pops about what was in the water, um, and, and just comparing objective properties of the sediment between the two, like, like, is there smells is there different, like particle size? Is it differently? Is it a completely different sediment? Like, like it's, a, you know, a different stone or, 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 um, different color or uh, any anything like that that would indicate a difference down below Mm -hmm. okay so are you sorry you might have said this are you doing anything to pour the water off the top of these buckets so you can get to just the sediment samples i guess that's what i was asking like who's handling these and how are they handling oh yeah 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 probably would decant the water uh, uh, enough water off maybe not all of it so i don't like so we don't lose sediment but would decant the water out into probably a each one into a separate little a separate container or I have some vials so I would temporarily keep some just so we I have it along with the sediment um, at least for now. So um, who was doing yeah. that? Um, because I guess I want to remind you that uh, we're not we don't have pipettes and other you know sort of fine <laughs> materials. So like you're literally yeah. trying to pour like sulfuric acid water out of a bucket into a test tube or something like that. So um, I just want to sort of see who's doing that and then they can do a check to see how well they do it. <laughs> yeah, it would be anything mind, that there was... Are some, there, there are, are some... some reed plants. You did just see me playing with some hollowed out reeds mm-hmm. from up the... From up... Well, oh my goodness, are we using capillary action? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yes. We could also. But anything, anything that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been sufficient to sample from the river, Mm -hmm. you know, like cups and things. Yeah, that's true. There are ladles too. Yeah. Yeah, like it would have been. Yeah, ladling into a cup, so it's like a container. It's not like we're trying to pour into like a, okay. a glass test tube. It's a wider mouth container, and I, I, I would try to be handling that and asking Kay if she wants to help me separate things out and look at the stuff. Okay, so yeah, Kay and Fletcher, um, doing this with the clean water samples is fine, of course, and you are able to sort of isolate the sediment, as it were. Um, can you each give me a fortitude save again as you are handling the buckets with the polluted water in it? 16. <laughs> Her face every time is so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just froze in such a worrying expression. <laughs> It's because it knew the role I was about to get. It got to four. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, oh, no. So I'm a bad assistant. Uh, so Fletcher, you start interacting with these buckets, and again, you feel sick. And in fact, you are sickened for ten minutes, um, just like you were before. Kay, you were doing great before, but now that it's like right up in your face with this bucket, you become nauseated, and you need to like go have a minute. Um, yeah. Got a um, little overconfident from looking at it before and just breathe too much. Yeah. Fletcher, um, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to damage the samples with any, um, uh, internal fluids, so, uh, <laughs> take five. <laughs> Give uh, me a second. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I definitely step away from the river. Uh, <laughs> go get, go get a, go get a fresh breath. Okay. Um, but after that, you two are able to sort of pull yourselves together and complete the task. <laughs> it just takes you a little while. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, so now you've got these isolated samples of sediment from the river. And yes, in the chat, they're asking about sand, silt, or clay. So it's <laughs> it's kind of a mix of all three, and there are some pebbles in it. Like, it's, you know, the, the bottom of a river that, again, you're getting the feeling that this river... It represents the water of like a good portion of this continent maybe considering its size and how far you followed it and stuff like this is a huge river so it's got a lot of junk in the bottom yes so the the soil would be a clay loam thanks for memorizing that triangle um. <laughs> <laughs> well depending on the soil... flow that determines the the gravel size and coarseness of the yep. sediment in a river and I'm taking a which would then class. affect the properties of whatever, how this chemical is partitioning and what their log KOWs are and what we would expect in the sediment versus the water. I'm taking um, a soils class this fall. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I had soil micro this semester. <laughs> My soils class <laughs> starts on Monday, so I will get back to you on that. <laughs> But as far as, like, oh. the general, like, particle composition of the two, the samples seem pretty similar. It's not like, again, it's not like there's some sort of dramatic difference in, you know, the general, just, like, setting once the water is polluted. So it's not like, I mean, obviously the sediment from the polluted area smells bad because it's, you know, it's from the bad water area, but it's not like there's a huge structural difference in the underlying um, sediment of the riverbed, yeah. And, and no no color difference no not especially um okay yeah yeah the sediment size uh color all these sort of seem <clears throat> similar between these these three sites so uh, nadia i think it might be up to you and and what you see down there to know if if this is coming 
if this is an internal problem in the river somewhere around here. Okay, I wanna do a couple other things before I go <laughs> jump in. I wanna go down to where we do know that the water's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And oh, this is gonna suck so hard. Um, <laughs> stick my hand in the water and kind of count to see how long before it starts really hurting. Uh, give me two fortitude saves. Well, the first one is 19. Okay. The second one is nine. Okay. So the first one, you do not become sickened or nauseated. So you're able to hang out there to do this dipping your hand in the water test. Um, however, with the second one, I wasn't sure I was going to roll dice today, but I guess I am. Whoops. Okay. Wow. That's not great. Uh, so after about a minute, you can feel the tingling in your hand and you take five points of non-lethal acid damage. So count your non-lethal damage separately. Okay. Well, that's really good news because that was a whole minute, which is all the time I got on the spells. So I'm going to go walk upstream like a good long ways to where the water is very, very clean. <laughs> and go sort of wade out into the water a little bit. But, like, I've got my staff with me, mm -hmm. and I sort of anchor it and just kind of sit down and hang out in the water long enough to uh, to heal back, which is two points per round. So, like, a minute will definitely take care of all the damage I've taken today. Okay. Um, and just as a note, non-lethal damage gets healed before lethal damage. So, okay. like, those five points of non-lethal you just took would go away first. Yeah. And I had some left over from the battle right. earlier. Cool. All right, then I guess I'll walk back over to the group. Okay. So uh, I'll tie one end of the rope around me. <laughs> Might leave all of my other crap that I normally carry with me off on the mm -hmm. ground. Are you sure about this, Nadia? Um, yeah. Um, how to do this? Um, uh, so you you are tying the rope around yourself uh, for like the safety line? Yeah, yeah. Okay, can you give me a use rope check, please? Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, we're using all these skills we never use. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just noticed that on the skill sheet earlier. I was like, yeah, oh, right, rope. that's nice. Yeah. I use uh, rope so good. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Do you? I know, I know not. <laughs> <laughs> I know not what I do. Uh... Mm. <laughs> Everybody took some nonsense. Since the there. other end of the rope is going to be around me, I'm going to roll that. Oh, you're tying it to yourself? Uh-huh. Okay. Why wouldn't oh. you tie it to, like, a tree or something? That's a tree or something. Are there any <laughs> trees out here, guys? A boulder. <laughs> a Are boulder. there any trees? <laughs> there is the a boulder. boulder. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to tie <laughs> it. I like that boulder. That's a <laughs> nice boulder. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, but we have, we only have, like, 50 feet of rope. That is true. So, We've got a limited quantity of rope. I think with the two pieces of rope together, we got 100 feet, but then minus what it takes to tie them together and what it takes to go around two bodies. Yeah, so, like, we'll just Is Lucanus like tying it around feet. his body, or is he just, like... That's what I heard. Okay, yep. okay, sorry. Yep. Yeah, so we need to figure out what, what we're anchoring on, and it may just have to be Lucanus unless there's something close to the shore. It doesn't what are your respective me? waistlines? I was going to say, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me that Joe, the rock climber, decided to belay around his waist. <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't have a Grigri in my supplies. <laughs> but why not? <laughs> I don't feel like they'd be invented. It is in an essential DD piece universe. of rescue equipment, I know. <laughs> so I'm just not going to get rescued. I have plus two with bindings. What does that mean? 
what? There's a bonus, and I don't know where it's from, but I wrote it down. With bindings? I think you got muted. Oh, you're mute, Cindy. Sounds like a, a kinky skill bonus, though. I was going to say. Um, that yeah. like a water, it's a water method skill. <laughs> what? The water methods. Okay, we're Water method skills include use rope plus zero in parentheses plus two with bindings. So does that oh, wow. mean knots? I mean, she did say she was here partying, so... I, I think... <laughs> I'm so confused what plus zero but plus two with bindings means. Like, aren't yeah. all ropes binding? Well, <laughs> I would imagine, I would imagine, like, you know, Not a, let's say let's say that Lucanus knocks somebody out and mm -hmm. they want to oh. restrain them. Yeah. I see. is into aerial silks. It works really well because she's got wings. <laughs> I think the idea is that methods are really good at getting out of shit. That makes sense. However, this is not something you want to get out of, I assume. But, you know, reverse engineering. Mm. I'm good at getting yeah. out of knots because I tie knots really well, too. Let's compromise, okay. and instead of a plus two bonus, we'll just give you a plus one. Okay. That way everybody's okay. kind oh. of happy. Yep. Well, also, <laughs> right. also, like, Lucanus is going to have Nadia check him because that's what you do when climbing. Mm-hmm. Your partner always... Gotta check each other, make sure. Yep, yep. So... Are all of your buckles closed correctly? Yep. I just... This could go so poorly, just based on a die roll. It's great. <laughs> did Lucanus use a figure eight knot? Uh-huh. What did you get, Nadia? Eighteen! Eighteen! Oh. Yeah, your knot looks pretty good. How'd Lucanus do? Lucanus feels confident about his knot, too. Yep, and we, we both, do we both feel confident about each other's knots? Nadia Going thinks yours check. is, I was gonna say, <laughs> Nadia maybe thinks yours isn't quite as good as hers, but, like, I mean, they're okay. It'll do. It'll do. Actually, my figure eights are always a bit messy. I'm the guy who has, like, way too much lead, so... No, no more yeah. than one closed fist, man. Uh, you want to get it caught yeah, on I'm anything. I'm over here, like, <laughs> digging deep, deep into memories from canoe camp, and I yeah. don't remember <laughs> you can't, any of it. You can't use a trucker's hitch, because there are no trucks. <laughs> <laughs> but there are horse you can use it. Yeah, you can use it on a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> the bowling that had the thing... They kept trying to teach us one of them. It was like, the rabbit goes around the tree. And then I'm just like, no, just oh, show me how to do the damn knot. That's one of the ways of teaching the figure eight. Or I had somebody teach it once. I was like, this is really macabre. Where they were like, you put the scarf around the snowman's neck and then stab him in the eye. And I was like, can we not do that one? <laughs> what yeah. did Frosty ever do to I you? Know. I was like, mm. that's weirdly aggressive though i did get uh scolded by one of the mom slash girl scout leaders for teaching the younger girls the thing that i'd been taught which was the one that looks like the little monkey fist flicking you off <laughs> instead i just said it looks like a monkey fist with one of the fingers pointing out <laughs> great looks like for future reference the binding thing is specifically for opposed checks when mm. somebody else wants to use escape artist as a skill against it that makes sense Ah. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you for looking that, that up. Okay, so you have tied yourselves up in the rope. So Cedric is going to kind of like wade out into the water like he's doing a baptism. Which and water? he's going to... The the clean water. I So I assume... So Nadia, the plan is you're going to go in like the queen, clean water like kind of at the edge? Is that the... So I was actually look? thinking I can, I can sort of fly out to reduce the amount of time i'm in the acid but then like i'm still limited by the rope but also if lucanus's job is getting me out of the acid he needs to be up clean waterways anyway so yeah so you waiting out there 
should give us a little bit of time advantage and then and then I can sort of fly out, dive in, get a look, and then get out once I have the information, but before the spell wears off. So Lucana stands exactly where Nadia points because this is her domain. She knows what she is doing and in... she is the boss. Okay, so you're standing in the clean water. Cedric, what was your plan? Um, basically, I was going to like give Nadia a boost. Or like, actually, what would work best, I think, is if I can, Nadia, if you're okay with this, pick you up and kind of toss you like out into the river. And if I can, if I can hold you for two rounds, I don't, Cheryl, maybe, and correct me on this. Can I cast two touch spells on somebody? Like they don't, neither of them require concentration. They just both take a standard action. We're getting real creative with our spell casting this yeah. session, aren't we? I feel like there's a rule about how long spells last. That um... so, <clears throat> your spell lasts a minute, and my detect magic also lasts a minute. So I was like, also going to do be... something that lasts a minute. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and... everybody synchronize your watches. Yeah, <laughs> and also we have a limited amount of rope. And also the water will start really hurting me at a minute. So my plan was to not be out there a whole minute because I need three rounds to get the three levels of information from Detect Magic. So how long would that be? Three rounds? Like 30 seconds. 18 seconds, okay. So, but then there's this part, which is what I was getting to, where it says combining magical effects, stacking effects, Mm. spells that provide bonuses or penalties on attack rolls, damage rolls, saving throws, or other attributes usually do not stack with themselves. For example, two bless spells don't give twice the benefit of one bless. Both bless spells, however, continue to act simultaneously, and if one ends first, the other one continues to operate for the remainder of its duration. Likewise, two haste spells do not make a creature doubly fast. Oh yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I wasn't going to try and do that. So my intent to explain it to Nadia, I guess, because I want you to consent to what I'm planning on doing, is I want to cast aid on you, which is not going to help you as far as rolls, but it's going to give you an extra couple of hit points, temporary hit points, and then resistance, which will give you a plus one to resistance checks, resistance saves. What are so the... it'd be... Okay, so one is resistance on saving throws and the other one does is what? Uh, 1d8 plus caster level temporary hit points. Okay. And are you doing all of this from the land, from the water? Well, that was kind of my plan, was to kind of like pick Naughty up, cast both of these spells, and then huck her over my shoulder into the river. Okay, so you're you're standing on the land. Yeah, basically, he's trying to get as close as he can to where I ultimately need to go. Okay. So I can get... Okay, so again with distance, because my fly speed is 40. Mm -hmm. That means I can get 40 feet in one round. Is that going to get me out far enough well there's actually sorry let me so you can run quote unquote as a full round action uh when you run you can move up to four times your speed in a straight line uh you lose any dex bonus to your ac you can run for a number of rounds equal to your constitution score blah 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 so basically like if you want to just like get a lot of distance in one round or like in six seconds you can go four times your speed in a straight line. Wow. Okay. That's so much more than the, th- the fifth edition dash action. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because if you literally just hauled ass for six seconds, like 30 feet and 60 feet are nothing, right? Like, yeah. But like I mean, we only test have... that on a track. I mean, I don't right? think I can run 120 feet in six seconds. But we only have like, you also what, don't 90 have... feet of rope? Yeah, but I mean, you also are not like a D&D hero, right? 
That's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe you are, and I just didn't know that. Even but... three five, they're a little souped oh, up. Yeah. So here's a dumb question: If I put Cedric on my shoulders, would we be able to walk just a little bit further out into the river? I don't think it's going to help super much because Nadia can fly. That's going to be the way bigger difference yeah. than like okay. a couple extra feet. Okay. Not that I don't <laughs> love the idea of a uh, musicians of Bremen style solution to this problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, here's here's my other thought. If we put Cedric and Nadia on top of each other, it'd get us in, you know, like a giant trench coat, like a Lucanus robe. <laughs> we could probably sneak Nadia into a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. And Nadia is like <laughs> several hundred years older than their whole rest of the planet. <laughs> I was about together, to say, Nadia's right? older than all y'all. Oh, I thought she was younger. Uh, I'm sorry. It's the baby. She's been one here that... since the the thing. It's the I don't know. She or Lucanus is older. You are the okay. two oldest. I okay. don't know which is older. He's an elf man. He's an elf man. Elf man? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get going. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Some, okay, so basically I should be able to get out to where I need to be in a round, is what we're getting at. Sure. Yep. Um, okay. okay, so how do, how do we narrate this? You, I guess, are touching her to cast the spells, right? All right, Nadia, I'm going to pick you up. Um, okay, so right. I, like, I'm standing right at the, I can, the... I can hover, right? Yeah. And it's just a touch spell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you can you can give me boost. It's good. It's good. Okay. All okay. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Boy. I was gonna say I could do a double high five, but all right. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a boost. Okay. So I'm gonna pick you up, and you smell this like the like the smell of heated metal really really quick, and um you you feel your skin just like tighten up, like it's almost like it's super super dry humidity, and uh you gain uh five temporary hit points, um okay. and you get a plus one to saving throws for the next minute. And then I'm going to basically just toss you out over the river. Uh, Don't forget, Uh, temporary hit points go away first. Right. While he was casting that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic. Okay. And I've started the clock on all the spells. All right. So fly out, get to where the river looks bad, like where the mixing point is, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yep. This is great. So that was one round. And yeah. And dive in. Okay. So that'll happen uh, on round number one. What's happening on mm-hmm. round number two? I am looking toward that mess. So like I aimed in a little upstream of like where it's where that clear, clear, like this is definitely the bad part. Mm-hmm. So I went a little bit upstream of that, hoping that I will see the source. So I'm going to kind of get under the water and look ahead of me. Okay. Can I see anything with detect magic? So let's do this. So you're going in the water. Which means that you need to do a swim check. Mm-hmm. 27. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are swimming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then I need you to do two fortitude saves. Two fortitude saves. Hello. Oh, God. I'm back. Oh, that one's gone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, fortitude, you said? Yeah. Plus one for each one of those. Okay. Um... <laughs> Please don't say two. That's a that's a twelve and a thirteen. Okay. Um. So you are, s- yeah, you are sickened for ten minutes, and you will right. take some damage within the next minute. But let me look up real quick what the sickened condition does, so that I don't. 
Yeah, because if that kills the spell, then we're all done. Yeah. The character takes a negative two penalty on all attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saving throw, skill checks, and ability checks. Oh, but it doesn't break your concentration on the spell, so that's good. Well, I need to do a concentration check, yes? Um, No, because you didn't take any damage. Yeah, you haven't taken damage yet, so. Okay, okay. Right now it just gives you a negative two on saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks, yeah. All right. Um, and now uh, you are then, yeah. using detect magic to yep okay sixty foot cone and you're sort of toward the mess bo- bo- booping it around yeah yeah uh so you're you're in the bad water though and you're just looking mm-hmm. down that's uh, that's the story yeah yeah okay so uh do that and also give me a perception check all right do I need to roll I don't roll anything for detect magic right nope it's just gonna happen no. <laughs> Just perception? Yep. Um, 25. Okay. Um, so your detect magic radar does not pick up anything. There are no pings, no magic items or auras in the water. Um, All right. However, with a, what was it, 25 perception? Mm-hmm. Much perceptive. What do I see? Through the swirling, murky, caustic water that tingles against your eyes and skin, you can sense a direction of the pollution's flow. It seems to be coming from under the northern bank, near where your friends are kind of standing on the bank. Well, since that's back the way I want to go anyway, um, I want to I want to see if I can swim in that direction. So next round, I want to try to swim. It's, it's going to be at least partially against the current, right? Um, so it's basically like the current of the river here is going from, yes, from the east to the west. So basically, to, like you're in the middle of the river-ish now, right? Or like not in the middle, but like you're, you know, in, yeah. in the water to swim Out to the it, northern yeah. bank. You'd basically be going, yeah, p- uh, perpendicular to the current. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I want to try to swim towards that. Actually, no, no, no. I want to get out of the water and fly back that way. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so you get back out of the water because of the failed fortitude save. Um, you will take one point of non-lethal acid damage. All right. All right. And so you take the third uh, round to get back up out of the water. And um, are you doing anything else besides moving? No, I'm just moving towards that spot. Um, and I'm going to dive back down and see what I can see at that point okay um and that was within my count that was within the the range of the detect magic right yeah yeah okay uh, and i mean it's still on like you don't have to drop the spell yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's what i was just yeah um okay so you get closer to the bank and the river is deeper here than you would have imagined and as you trace back along the flow of the pollution you realize it is emanating from a hole ish far down on the side of the bank. Uh, you gather this might be an outflow from some kind of, like, subterranean river? Okay. I want to keep trying to get closer to it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you spend the next round getting closer, and you're pretty much right up on it now. Are you going to sort of move within, like, so that you are in, like, basically getting blasted in the face with it, I guess, or are you kind of off to the side of it? No. <laughs> uh, I want to kind of get off to the side and... Just, is there anything else that I can see visually that's at all useful? Not especially. Like, other than this hole in the bank, like, it seems, you know, like a quote-unquote normal river, right? Like, it's just that there's, it looks like a subterranean river meets up with the Lojdej at this point. Okay. 
then yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pop back out okay. and fly up over the group. Are you okay? Say, I'm okay, I'll be right back. And then I'm gonna go uh, as far as I can on the rope up the river and just get in the fresh water for a couple minutes. Lucanus, you have a kite. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I just sort of like run along with her and am mostly like dragged by her. It's, it's, yeah. It's, um, it's like... No, I'm not, I'm not going to like fight you on the rope. Like I, <laughs> I just need to get, cause I'm aware that the rope is still attached to me and attached to you and I'm not interested in dragging you. So just into the, into the clean drink. Okay. And I'll, like and the... I'll sort of sit, I'm going to sort of sit again so I can talk if you guys catch up. Oh, like you're sitting like with your head above water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I was definitely envisioning you just, like, diving in and us just being, like... <laughs> no, there's probably, there's probably, like, it would probably be the typical, you know, like, jump in and then sort of pop up, shake off the head, but, like, sit there. Because I only have to be submerged up to my waist. What'd you see? There's, it's not magic, and there's a, there's a tunnel that, that runs from where you were standing, and the bad stuff is coming out of that? Does it look like a problem that I can solve by hitting really hard? <laughs> I don't think so. So that's so what you said. So it was under us. Yeah. So like I'll it. come back up and and walk over to the point like sort of where I saw it running under. Yeah, you can like, estimate here. that. And I mean, like I said, it was like an underground river, so it was kind of big. Yeah. So I kind of look like I kind of look down and turn like behind, like where like back inland, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think we might know our new direction to head in. If it's flowing from there, that's the best clue we sort of have right now. When we look in that direction from the river, what did we see? Give me a perception check. Anything, any like landscape features. Yeah, you're looking north. Nadia, are you... Any big landscape features or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Are you looking from the ground or are you going to fly up and look? Uh, Yeah, I'll fly up and look. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's been serving you well so far, so I thought I'd ask. I got a 14 from the ground, mm-hmm. from low down on the Cedric ground. Cedric ground, yeah. Where, like, yeah. a lot of the grasses in this prairie are up over here. Yeah, 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 there's wildflowers in my face. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. That's a natural mm-hmm. 20, so that's a 27. Oh, that is the second natural 20 you've you've used while looking at the landscape it recently. That's good stuff. Anybody else take <laughs> a good at looking, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I only got a 16. Okay. I'll take a look. Uh, Sorry, I was in the chat talking about how. Yeah, if I was three three octopuses in a trench coat, I would um, definitely make more use of the ink ability then. (laughs) Be a great way to avoid awkward conversations. Just like like the equivalent of like a smoke bomb where you're just like, (laughs) um, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You you listen to Joe Rogan, huh? (gasps) Bink! <laughs> how yeah. I leave every poster conversation yeah. during the poster I... session. <laughs> okay, thanks for the info, bye. Yeah. Okay, uh, so 11 for Lucana, 16 for Fletcher. Kay, were you looking? No? Yes, but I got a 13. 13. Cedric, what did you say? Four- is this, uh, this 14. 14? And then Nadia with her natural 20 for a total of, what was that, 25? 27. 27. Wow. Okay. <laughs> She's a spy satellite. She is hilariously <laughs> lopsided. Like there's just some that's like 
<laughs> but then there's the stuff that's hey <laughs> amazing okay highly so, specialized highly specialized um so everyone can see the grasslands stretching out north in front of you again big tall grasses lots of flowers it's the height of summer it's really nice out here um, again, every once in a while, there are clumps of, you know, woody plants. So a few, you know, mediumish trees, some shrubs, things like that. But mostly the sort of open grassland. Nadia, with your elevated view and your just, like, absolutely eagle eyes. So to your east, you can see the grassland stretching out beyond. And you can sort of see... Like, you know how you can see, like, where rivers are in the land just by sort of the shape of things? Yeah, yeah. So you can see that the river sort of continues east for a while, and then it starts to curve north, the the main Lojdej, but, like, pretty far away. So it goes it goes east for a while, and then it very slowly starts to curve north, like, pretty far away. Um, and to your west, of course, you can see the grasslands and then the hill country that you came from. And then, of course, there's the mountain range stretching to the north from the uh, from the hill country, and it sort of curves and moves northeast as you look north. In- like, you go up really far in the air. So yeah. you can see a very long distance to the straight north. And again, you see the grasslands stretching out in front of you. But at a certain point in the very far distance, you can see that the grasslands begin to change. And it looks like the area beyond them is reflects the sun in a different way like it seems less covered in vegetation there's something there that is different in its texture and its reflectance but it is so far away that it's hard to like tell exactly what it might be but it it, like you can obviously tell that the grasslands end at a certain point to the north do I have any sense for how far away that is? Like how many days it would take to get that far? <laughs> or is that just like, I question. have not traveled. <laughs> I have not traveled that 87 far kilometers. I have no idea. You're allowed to say I can't tell. Um... <laughs> Shut up, kitty. Shut up. A week of the pace okay. you've been going? It's, like I said, it's hella far away. You got an incredibly good role to be able to see yeah. the change in the landscape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is clearly farther than I've traveled, so if it's something I can't estimate. That I did time. ye olde finger measurement to <laughs> figure out how far things were apart <laughs> on my map. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll come back down and sort of find a clear spot on the ground and sort of sketch that out for everyone. Okay. It's like, we have to go here, and then Lucanus points to that area on Nadia's map. I, I guess really far i haven't gone that far before well it looks like we're all gonna go that far yeah i mean i'd walk 500 miles Um, and then i'd walk 500 more it's it's really far and um i don't i don't know what's eat out here as well as i do up in back in the the forest and you didn't really bring a lot of gear (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. Run into some wild vegetables. We can hunt. I mean, Hunted we're before. gonna. Yeah. Lucanus holds up his own dwindling rations, uh, which he bought. In, he brought enough for like thirty days. So we're probably gonna have to go hunting a I mean, lot more. I mean, you have that half a deer or whatever, but yeah, it's gonna run out too. 
Yeah. Hey. I mean, we've come this far. Yeah. Yeah, what are we going to do? Turn back around and get on a boat, go all the way to New, New Seychester, and then walk this far again? <laughs> really? Yeah, my feet vote for keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Mine do as well. And ah, the we sunk can investment find... fallacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe we can... Mm-hmm. And maybe we can find another morning star on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> At least it'll be a change of scenery from following the river. <laughs> yeah, although I will miss this ugly poison thing. <laughs> Smells like eggs. Do a bluff check. Uh- <laughs> and now that we actually have some clean water, if anybody has anything to carry water with us, we're going inland. Let's fill up now that we are not by poison. Actually, you know, now that you mention it, I'm going to take a bath. Because <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but... Might as well. We have a camp right here. Yeah. We don't have to leave today. Yeah. That uh, that weaker week and a half in the jungle has left me um, real dirty. Plus, yeah, I feel you're like... still somehow cleaner than that shirt you were wearing that one time for like a month. <laughs> yeah. You think this acid will take out blood? <laughs> you think if I wash my shirt in the take out po- polluted water? I mean, I mean, it might dissolve completely, and you won't have one. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have to sif- suffer through you talking about buttons again. Oh, yeah, Cedric, and then like the no, chainmail on the will chest have a cut off belly shirt. Oh, <laughs> with chainmail. You've been away from the city for twelve, like the better part of twelve days. Okay. Yeah. So we spent a week in the jungle, and then the rest of it in the plains, basically, right? I mean, we spent a couple of days in the plains with Gary, and then with yeah the the knolls yep. so i'm gonna say rough like right like that makes sense right like yeah. roughly a week in the jungle half, yeah. yeah my it's mom plain, thinks i'm dead maybe it's plain to see that we've been gone about two weeks <sighs> i'm upset hey nadia did you happen to notice how deep the river was at this point did i get a good sense for how deep it was i'm you're gonna hate me make an intelligence check <laughs> this will go well that's a 16, so that's a 14. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty deep here, but not like really deep here. It's not like the ocean, right? That's about the level of the, what Nadia's going <laughs> to get from stuff is like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's that's... not as it's not as deep as it was by the rainforest, but it's still pretty deep. Like it wasn't like uh it wasn't like um once you were out in the like where Lucanus was standing, was not very far away from the bank, and so he was able to mm-hmm. stand and still be above water, but, like, Lucanus would not have been able to stand out, like, farther where you dove in, right? Like, where you yeah. dove in the first time, he would not have been able to stand. So it's more than Lucanus deep. Okay. So we that could conceivably take a... answer, actually. More than Lucanus deep. <laughs> I sometimes use myself as a unit of measurement. I mean, sure. it is, it's good. So. If you needed to know what a six foot distance between yourself and another person was for a specific reason, you could imagine a grown man laying on the ground between the two of you and that'd be pretty close. Or a fully grown timber rattlesnake. That too. (laughs) So yeah, I think since it's early afternoon, I think, can we, can we like take a, an hour or so to wash off, top off our water skins and get ready to head deeper into the prairie? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Veronica, we would rather measure by a number of Lucanuses than use the metric system. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
America. In six. Nancy. She doesn't know the metric system. <laughs> or <laughs> standard. True. That's true. Nancy, I have, you'll notice I have said meters several times tonight. I'm allowed to use feet once. <laughs> Okay. Um, All the measurements in the book are by our feet. They certainly are. <laughs> yeah. You know, we should. So are you going to, you said you're going to camp here-ish? Or did you say you were going to start moving? I think if we could kind of stock up here, reassess, get clean, like get ready, and then do yeah. a couple of more like miles. Because I think everybody was pretty much on the same page of getting away from this creepy knoll camp that still <laughs> smells like burning ghoul. Yep. Like if we could just get Thanks, a couple Cedric. of miles. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, but also it, when you wake also, up to not having your face eaten off, you'll you'll thank yeah. me. But we're also gonna need to stock up on some basic supplies like food. You know, we're gonna have to see what's around. We're probably gonna have to hunt several more animals. You know, do some trapping. I mean, we're we have a lot of preparations to make before we. We can do that along the way well, too. We don't have to. Yeah, there's like right the now. grassland extends most of the way that we're looking at, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's... it's gonna be more oh. of this for a while. Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought that our next biome was gonna be a, a lot closer. No, like I said, her best estimate is like a week of the. Oh, yeah. okay. Like the thing I was looking at was the change in biome. Yes. I must have. Yeah, and I must have. Missed you are that. very lucky Sorry. that she was able to see it because that was <laughs> really hard and very far to see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. It's okay. But yeah, you are able to fill up any and all vessels that you wish that you already had. Any random things you might find in the Knoll camp. There are, you know, a, again, a few water skin type things left over there that you thoroughly wash out in the river and can use to gather water. And then, yeah, you pack up and you start heading north. I'm assuming you would like to set camp around, like, before it becomes dusk? Yep. Okay. Um, so you set up camp again, and you still have some food left over, so we can also just sort of mechanic that, yeah, you're able to find some things to supplement your food supply for tonight. And I'm assuming you're setting watches? You could not mix things up, but <laughs> <laughs> if you are, who is taking them? I mean, I'll take second watch. Okay. I'll take one of the watches. Okay. Um, so Cedric, are you, you're doing four and then Lucanus does eight kind of thing or is mm -hmm. that? Okay. Yeah, that okay. sounds good. Um, so, uh, Cedric roll a perception check for your watch. That is an 11. Okay. So the night passes or your portion of the evening passes pretty much without incident. Again, you hear rustling in the grass, a breeze blows through, nothing super unusual seems to occur. Do you do anything while you're watching? I am going to wander around and set up some deadfall traps for um, for small rodents that might be wandering around in the grasslands. Just kind of something to keep myself occupied, not really expecting to catch anything, but just kind of set up a little trap line. And then um, kind of go through my gear, clean everything, um, unwrap the, the wrappings on my Warhammer, wash it with a little bit of the fresh water that I've got, rewrap it that kind of thing okay sharp you know sharpen my belt yeah. knife yep and then you wake lucanus for his watch yeah i wander over to lucanus around um two and just kind of give him a, a boot in the butt hey yeah. hey it's, it's your turn you you good wakey, wakey. yeah yeah i'm good all right yeah so anything i should know about uh give me a perception check 
Uh, I rolled it um, while Peter was oh, doing okay. his stuff. So uh, 21. So 21. Wow. Um, yeah. So you are very aware of all of the sounds and the breeze and the stars and, you know, just sort of everything that's going on. But again, nothing feels um, threatening or out of place to you. Um, are you doing anything on your watch? Are any large animals like anywhere near the camp? Not especially near you. You might see some, you know, animals moving off in the distance, but nothing is super close. Nah, nothing that I could, like, get a good crossbow shot at. Mm, yeah, probably not. I mean, they, like, they can smell you and they're staying away. Okay. Yeah, yeah after the <clears throat> trek in the jungle, I'm sure. All right. So. And while the night is happening, I need everybody except Nancy to take their headphones off. Damn it, why me? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the character you picked. <laughs> cool. Okay. You are looking out at something you've seen before. Four walls of carved stone surround you. The carvings on the walls incredibly intricate and portraying scenes from a rainforest. You look down at your feet to see that you are standing on a low stone pedestal in the center of a familiar design carved into the floor below you. The three troughs in the design glow with light, then the light disappears. What do you do? Panic. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Nothing happened. I mean, uh, I, I get off the... The pedestal, I guess? Okay. You step down off the pedestal and your feet are on the stone floor. Um, you sort of turn as you're stepping down and you can see there is a doorway in one of the walls. Would you like to open the door? I want to know what I'm wearing first. Do I look like me and I'm wearing something else? No, you look like you. I don't know. I've had a bad experience with doors. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sure. I. What? What could possibly happen? <laughs> As you open the door, you can see a set of stairs ascending beyond it. You climb the stairs, leaving the cool subterranean air behind. At the top of the stairs, your head brushes against what feels like soil, and you put your hands up and press against it. The sod. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> The sod lifts away above you, revealing a sky filled with stars. Moonlight spills down upon you, and you realize that you are surrounded by tall grasses. In a ring around where you're standing, you see stalks perhaps two feet tall, bearing white flowers that look related to snapdragons. The flowers glow brightly in the moonlight. I hate them so much right now. <laughs> um, the flowers glow brightly in the moonlight. What do you do? Um, smell one. As you bend down to put your face against it to smell it, you wake up. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I couldn't see them. I'm was... on mobile, so like I couldn't see Cheryl. I don't. I don't know what they were doing. It was very. It was very distracting out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> Went away from the Zoom window for just a minute to go look up something in the handbook, and I come back, and it's, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Raya, that killed me. That killed me. <laughs> I can't tell if my worst. hair looks nice. 
It looks <laughs> fine. Um, you guys are the worst. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll leave it at that. It's a little early to call it, um, unless you wanted to get up and start moving for the day. We have a we have a few more minutes. I guess we can. <sighs> you look you looked upset, Peter. <laughs> Did I catch anything in my deadfall traps? Yeah. Make a survival check. <laughs> It should be the rodents oh, making survival checks. <laughs> what was that, Nancy? I want to see if uh, like Fletcher is kind of by himself, I guess. Okay, uh, a five. Once again, you find a few of your traps have been tripped in the night, but there is nothing in them. Disappointing. Sorry. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cook breakfast okay. for like the camp. So you know, just sort of. Something with the uh, something with the deer. I don't I don't know cool. what like you know like eggs and machaca or something like that. Okay. Kay, I don't know where you found like... eggs, but okay. Yes, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a child yeah. like signal to like Fletcher like? <laughs> that is an excellent face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it for the podcast. I am at a loss for words. <laughs> that that really. Unsubtle. That yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> that way. Yeah. I've been like, like scrawling down a few notes about the river and and preparing spells and things. And I, I that probably like sensing Kay's just like off on her own over there while the three of them are like by the fire doing things. I think I would probably would have noticed that. Okay. <laughs> Glancing up and seeing her do that. <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm kind of like like where she's where she's looking and doing that. I'm like, it's a very noticeable <laughs> face. <laughs> lots of, like, lots I, of like baseball style communication happening right now. <laughs> I get up and I go <laughs> where she was just indicating. Okay, Fletcher, Fletcher, uh, I had a crazy dream last night, and like I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. You know when you like dream something and then it like it's like intense, but then you're trying to like get it all together again. I'm trying to get okay, so. Remember when we were in that like underground place with like the little like triangle like swirly swirl thing? Yeah, I had a dream that I was standing in a pedestal and there was like that that pattern in the trough and it was like glowy glowy. And so I like got off the pedestal and there are all these like big stones everywhere. And um and it was like this like swirly swirly carving on the big white-ish stones and then I noticed like a big door so I like went to the door and then there was this big staircase so I went up this big staircase and I realized I was underground and so I like I don't know like pushed through the dirt or like I don't know dreams are weird but like I somehow got from the stairs to like the outside and you could just see all the stars like there were some like grasses around but it was like kind of open and it was like I don't know, like whitish rock everywhere, and like the moon was just like so bright. And I noticed like, these, like these really pretty, like whitish flowers. I don't know what they're called, but they look really cool. And I wanted to smell them. I woke up. So the the room was was it the room that we were in, or was it a different room? Did no, you, it was, it was do you different. Remember if it was no, it was like made of stone. I, th- I think it was in a, I think it was like that room, but in a different place because it it was stone. We had the it, the setup wasn't the same because like remember the old one was just kind of like normal rock, I guess. I don't know how to explain. This was like white-ish rock. Like everything was pretty and carved. There were scenes of the rainforest all over the place, and it was like like everything was white and glowy. Hmm. So 
perhaps there's uh, we we know that you were led to that last room we were at and so we know we can i i trust this this connection you have with these places so i sounds like there that would mean there's there's more places like that they may have served similar purposes or were, were connected in some way by what was done there and the way you're describing this sounds like it was much much nicer in the way that only very important places become yeah um, it, like i don't know it, it definitely had i don't know i would say like the other place we found was kind of like for peasants right <laughs> this this like had a feeling of like grandeur and like fanciness it was just like big and white and so beautifully carved everything and glowy and, and yet yeah, those would you have you ever seen a globe like that before in a dream or experience nope. that ever? I, this is this being out here outside of New Chester is the first time I've had any crazy dreams about things and weird feelings of ropiness dragging me to other places. Uh, it's a little unnerving. Kay, can mm. you give me an intelligence check? Oh, I sure can try. <laughs> Excuse me a minute while I freeze. I minimize everything. Hey. <laughs> it's I got a 17. So the flash of light was not reminiscent of a dream per se, um, but it did seem an awful lot like the flash of light that happened after you filled the troughs in the first subterranean place with uh, with the water and you were all standing on the pedestals. So it, it wasn't like a dream. Like, remember when, like, we finally figured out that, like, that dumb trough like remember when we finally figured it out and it just like kind of did that weird magic glow well it did that except we didn't have to do anything so that was definitely an improvement but it was kind of like that it didn't really feel like a dream glow like not like everything was fuzzy and glowy because that was a dream it was like like glow because like something sort of, happened oh that's so similar to the whatever the the magical effect we created in that last room was just around you I mean, yeah. all, all uh -huh. throughout this place. But then you were, yeah. you were able to then leave though, and and you appeared. Yeah. Some and you, was it? Where? What did it look like? Where you appeared? Was it at home? Was it somewhere we've you recognized at all? Uh, no, it wasn't anywhere I recognized. It. Was, I remember it like I went through that big door. And there's like this big stone staircase and it went up this big stone staircase. And then like, I got to like the dirt and then it was like open. And then when I stepped out from underground, it was just open and everything was white. The moon was just glowing. There are all these like really pretty white flowers. And it was just very, everything was white. Do you feel any of that feeling you had before that, that pole that mm, if, if not there's right more now. of these places if you if that happens at all while we continue further and further make sure you say something if that's going okay. to lead us to another one of these places it this place could could be real this could exist and and it sounds like it, if it just came to you in a dream whether it's simply calling for you or you have somehow this happened last time 
Yeah, I don't think so I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you this happened last time. I got a weird dream about a place, and then I was like, "That's just a weird dream." And then I felt the thing. Then I felt the thing. Am I being called again? This seems like it ha- when 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 these places feel you getting closer to them. It seems like they try to draw you in. So if you if you feel that again, we we need to listen. Okay. You don't think I'm crazy? Am I crazy? I'm crazy. No. <laughs> Look at what you what you led us to last time. Books, a swarm of spiders, and slightly better at swimming. That was hilarious, wasn't it? My carefully crafted dungeon was just summarized. <laughs> <laughs> but the potential can, is... Can be so much greater than that. But there were exploding doors too. Right, I forgot that doors. <laughs> the doors. That means There's those just... places are secret, and they're trying to keep them safe. And yet they're calling to you. So there's that's worthwhile. Okay. Well, I'll let I'll let you know if I something something weird happens. And if we if anything you remember from the dream outside of that place, if if anything, if we go by anything that flashes to you in your memory that you recognize it, we need to know that. That okay. that that is that that's even more clues about about where we're heading. I'm gonna be like you. I'm gonna like write this down. I normally don't write things down. Is this what scientists do? Is this what you do? Do you write stuff down? Constantly. <laughs> I'll write this down. Okay. Do you have well pen and paper? Um. <clears throat> can I <laughs> borrow? <laughs> Something to write it down because I don't do the writing very often and, and stuff. I do. I do have other like, you, I have my like blank notebooks, but I do have extra like just like scrolls of paper and, and things, sheets of stuff. And I, I, yeah, I give, I give K some things, and it's a and write down what you see, but then also anytime you remember anything from from this dream, from a, a previous dream, write that all down and. That way, it, you don't have to hold it all in your head, and you can read it later, and it might help just make more sense about what all this may mean. Okay, I will. I will write all this down, and I'll try and remember everything I remember from the last dream too. I'll try and write all that down. Okay. Don't yeah. stress yourself out about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't. Well, thanks, Fletcher. I don't know. It just like kind of freaked me out. Um, and you do magic and science and stuff, so I thought that maybe you could do the magic and I don't know. I don't know. It just is helpful, I guess. I don't know. This is weird. Anyway, um, thanks. We'll, we'll figure it out. Oh. Aw. Okay. Um, I realized there was one thing I forgot when you woke up this morning. Fletcher, Lucanus, can you give me a fortitude save each, please? Ah, uh, yeah. 19. 19? I would walk fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just can't. It's, mm-hmm. it's such a good song, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect rendition is going to get I'm, us copyright. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, looking totally. for. Sorry, I'm looking for it on the. Ah, uh, there we go. Boink. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll get back to what that means next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> but thank you so much.
much, everyone. We've had uh, so many people watching and chatting today. We really appreciate you being here. I know this was a really roleplay-heavy episode, but there was so much science in it. Like, we didn't necessarily have a science conversation, but we did a lot of science, which was really cool. So I yeah. hope you, I hope oh, you liked better. it. Yeah. <laughs> we did a simulated, we actually did a simulated experiment in a role-playing game. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an amazing was, piece of yeah. That's it was taking me back to uh, there was a summer program I worked with in Galveston where we took a bunch of middle school kids out into the marshes to actually like go check out all the stuff that was out in these saltwater marshes at the end of the island that they'd lived on their whole life and it was super great. So there was a lot of what Kay was doing that reminded me of that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, I think everybody did a great job. Thank you so much to the audience for hanging out and asking questions and making all of those amazing null puns at the beginning. Wow, they were good. Yep. Um, <laughs> So many good. Yeah, just... I'm actually science. sorry I didn't get to say. Uh, I was just gonna say I'm sorry I didn't get to say before she had to leave. But uh, Kathy with the K's, uh, one of my old friends from high school. Oh, uh, no. she went to oh okay. so that's cool. Aww. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they were Happy science happens. puns and null puns all at the yeah. same time, and I really Eric, appreciate them. Yeah, as somebody Eric. who is as oh. somebody who is a uh, fan of the art form, uh, Eric Early uh, was definitely my null model tonight. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, yep, there it is. So, <laughs> um, uh-huh. so yeah, we really appreciate all of you hanging out. This is a really fun episode. Um, so we will be back, I think it's in two weeks. Let me check my calendar real quick so I don't tell you the wrong date. You got a solid, like, two-week pattern. Yeah, so we will be back on September 5th, and there will be a special guest with us next time. Whoop. Yeah. So the special guest is a little different from the ones we've had previously. Um, but you're really going to enjoy her and her character. She's awesome. I'm very excited for it. Um, so I hope you will get excited in the meantime. Yeah. And uh does anybody else have any last thoughts before we sign off for the night? I'm sorry Uh, I butchered your your temple puzzle. No, it's, (laughs) it's totally fine. It was pretty realistic like i said in the chat it was a game of telephone right i tell you something and you wake up from your dream and you try to tell it to somebody else like it feels very realistic so yeah no it's totally fine and i have been loving using the dream mechanic to sort of work through parts of this world so um yeah yeah it's super fun and i'm glad that you all have been doing just such amazing role play with these characters like i just get to sit back and watch a lot of the time so thank you for that yeah <laughs> Um, I will also say it's always great to see the uh, perception filter of going through the eyes of a teenager, and you're doing a great job of uh, portraying that. That too. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the too. emotions and the hormones are running high, okay? Well, I feel yeah. like the, the relationship between Fletcher and Kay really evolved during tonight's game, which was amazing. Yeah. There was a lot in the chat going yeah. on about Aww. that too, so that was very Aww. sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet. Love that. Good Love mentor that. moment. Um <laughs> So yeah, I guess we we had a really great time this evening. Hope you did too. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, We will see you two weeks from now on September 5th. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe, be kind to other people even if you don't know them, and have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.